0: Yeah, it's our checker, my settings, my runnings. Dan, you know, I think our listeners have really come to expect and appreciate when we set the vibe at the beginning of an episode.
1: It's time for the right vibe. You're right, Philip. You're right. You're right. right. Let's feel it. it. Mm. Mm.
0: October twenty
2: three. Yeah. We're gonna be turning up
1: You know what podcast? This is this this is a job praiser podcast, for mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely a job Praiser podcast. Mm-hmm. Can you hear Listen to that. Mm-hmm. Just it's just mm-hmm. when I think screw screw, mm-hmm. this is what so, I think of.
0: Keep that, keep the keep that vibe going, keep that vibe going, keep the vibe going. Mm. Then immediately after that, you hop into this.
3: Whoa. 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 Uh, oh Lord,
4: Jesse made another one. Huh? Pack in the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like, I smell cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal, I'm on. Chidi, Merida. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The first nigga play on my body, a nigga.
2: I, yeah. I just want my balance, I'll probably pull up to your hood and come buy
4: me a nigga. No cap. You know that your whole girl is a nigga, cause you she lied to your nigga.
0: Copped yeah. yeah. And pop, and I'm
4: a boy, both not a hot, just like Bobby and Whitney.
0: Say I'm the GOAT, act like I don't know. I can't wait. I cannot wait for September 20th. Dan, it's going to be lit. It's going to be popping. We're going to be there. We're going to be there and we ain't going to be.
1: I will 100%. I will not be there. I can you tell what? you
0: that much. Dan, you know, you know the, the thing that kills me, and I, I don't, I, you know, what? I, I don't want to cast dispersions. I don't want to be negative, but Dan, you know, as a voiceover artist, I, I want to get your opinion on something. I just want to get... <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with (laughs) it. Wait, is Instagram down right now? Dude, my Instagram is down. What's going on over here? (laughs) So, Dan, I'm saying, um, as a voiceover artist, you know, I'm pretty sure you've invested a lot of time, energy. um, Killed it, the baby. Skill development, you know, into, into, into your craft. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not a hater. but I need to understand Who is doing the voiceovers For this particular organization Because this is not the first time let, let, Let's just play it through And also I, I also want to highlight something I, I had a tweet about it earlier But we're going to come back to it But here we go
4: We are shutting down Zimbabwe September 23rd I will be performing live At Old Horarian's Powered by SkyStar Global We pulling
3: up The Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Raw Entertainment presents the Talk Chart The Baby Concert, live in Harare.
4: September 23rd, Zimbabwe, I will be there. I can't wait to see y'all. From Mabuku to Borrowdale, make sure you get your tickets right now to Talk Chart. The Baby Concert is not to be missed.
3: Powered by Sky Star Global, on the 23rd of September at the huh? Old Hararians. On stage it's our very own John ja Fraser.
1: <laughs> Can you hear that transition? I will
3: see
4: you then. I might come early, spend a couple days there early, and then do the concert and then stay.
1: Yeah, listen, in the middle of his tour, he might come early. M- Mavuku. What's going on to baby? Anyway, dude, look, we know we'll what's going, going on. That. Plus, times are tough. No, I know what's good. I know times no, are we'll tough. get into no, it. Let's we'll just get Let's just, tackle, let's just tackle it now because <laughs> no, no 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 I don't want the reason I don't want to tackle it now, Phil. And and and, and I mean our 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 producer did he he raised a very valid point.
0: What did, right? what did he say? This
1: is really what we should what this is what we should be starting our podcast with, yeah. It's
3: been seven hours and fifty days.
1: That's Sinead O'Connor. Uh, news came out today, the day that we're recording, that Sinead O'Connor has uh, died at the age of 56. Family and friends are devastated. Cause of death is still unknown. Um, but yeah, this song "Nothing Compares to You" the reason she was so well known all over the world. Now, I don't even, I don't, I don't even really know who Sinead O'Connor is, but I know this song. Mm. I mean, this song was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So anyway. As usual, we just want to pay a bit of tribute, especially to to artists that you heard when in your childhood growing up. I remember listening to this as a kid. I don't know who it was, but So yeah. Dan, I also don't want us to gloss over the fact that
0: we often talk about obviously we talk about the struggles of musicians, we talk about the struggles of black musicians, we talk about allies, we talk about people that step up. One of the things that I'll always respect Sinead O'Connor for is, and I don't know if you know this, Dan, do you know that the reason why, well, one of the reasons why the Hip Hop Award is now televised in the Grammys is partly because of Sinead O'Connor. Oh, okay. Sinead O'Connor led a protest where she also tattooed, or died, the Public Enemy logo on her head at the Grammys, to protest the fact that they were not televising them. And the year after that, guess what happened?
1: Televised.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you you, you know how you know she was really uh, an ally? Mm. She converted to Islam in her old age. I mean, what's blacker than that? You You get what I'm saying? I mean, and jokes aside, definitely a sad,
0: sad, sad loss for a number of reasons, but I think outside of the great music that she left us with, it's the great legacy. And it's something I've been thinking a lot about late, recently. Like, I would I would love to be remembered for all the positive things I've done as opposed to what I've achieved, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Hmm.
1: Not Like, like a, a positive impact. Yeah. Not not,
0: not, not how successful I, I, I was, but like how many
1: lives I changed, how many people I improved. And, I, I, I 100% get you. I completely understand that.
0: So... That To me, that hit home, especially with Sinead O'Connor, because that's how, obviously, I knew the song because it used to get heavier. If you're if if you from our generation, a little older, you'll know that there was a time every Saturday evening, Tish Coke Cook on the Beat. This song was on repeat. So that's how I initially got introduced it. Then I remember coming across the story and I was like, wow, that's actually incredible. So shout out to Sinead. Thank you for what you did for hip hop. Thank you for what you did for the culture. Also, Dan,
1: first woman to ever win an MTV Music Video Award. Did you know that? I did not know that. Like I said, I barely knew who Sinead O'Connor was. I just know that particular song. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I knew, I know the name and I know the, like, Irish. I know she's an artist. I know... Over time, obviously I learned she did that song and I knew she was an Irish artist, but I didn't really know her like that. Here's another tidbit, Danny.
0: Here's another tidbit. In 1988, when a record label wanted her to give her Grammy nominated debut album a jolt with a new song, who did she add on the remix, Dan? Take a guess. Uh is it the baby? She added rapper MC Light
1: on the remix to a single oh, I, so I Want Your close. Hands on Me. Oh. Shout out to Sinead O'Connor.
0: Ah, Sinead was down for the people, uh, uh, man. Who was her husband? I need you to just see who was she dating. Because I, I think I'm sensing I'm sensing something here.
1: I just want to she, do, she She had a very public divorce, Philip, and a huge custody battle over kids. So uh, I would be surprised. Were,
0: were, were, were kids of your complexion? I I don't think so. No, okay. Wow, she was married to a white man. God, she really she really loved us. <laughs> she was married to a white man and she was still this progressive. Shout out to her. <laughs> Like you, you know that that's a good person right there. You know when you're married to a white man, but you're still like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. It's not sitting right with me that black people aren't being treated fairly. You know what I mean? I'm going above and beyond. It's not like she's going home and she's understanding the plight as pillow talk. She's actually thinking about this like in her free time. She's like, yo, in this is messed time, up. Exactly. This is Messed <laughs> up,
1: yo. <yeah." laughs> in her free time, that's actually that's the tea. In her free time, that's when she's thinking about those it. are real allies. Shout out to Sinead O'Connor, <laughs>
0: man. We love we love him. Miss you. Man, we love him, thank you so much. Alright, <laughs> alright,
1: all right, all, right, all, right, all right. Let's start let's start the show. Obviously we we've got things to talk about for let's, let's start the show, let's start the show. Are you good
4: to go sound of big thing dang hey, hey, hey.
3: Let me hear a drum
1: Right. One day, one day, one day, one day. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. Two Broke Twimbos are back in the building. My name's Danny That Guy, a.k.a. Danos the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Ten Foot Maraini, a.k.a. Denim Be My Life Your Entertainment, a.k.a. I'm done with these streets. You can expect much better produced shows from now on because we've laid down the law put our feet down. Mm. That's right, that's right. It
0: was unmistakable, the unquestionable, the irrefutable, that you will not catch me taking a bath bill. Phil Chari, if lost the big boss, and of course, and we're back and Dan said it. We had a two-hour
1: meeting. Two-hour pre-production. It was a two-hour pre-pre-production meeting. And we we're like, listen, okay? You, okay. you guys are about to have The most qualityest of content This podcast has elevated mm. I hope you're sitting back And you're like If you were listening to this podcast Before while you're doing something else You actually may need to sit down mm. And stop doing whatever you're doing Because the level of quality mm-hmm. Of the content
3: mm-hmm.
1: Pull out your notepads
0: Pull out it. your notepads Particularly those those hardcover can items That we used to get mm. Get that Get yourself an Evershop 15MB row Because we're about to drop facts Well-researched well discussed topics okay we're ready okay last week last week consider that our worst episode ever we're picking it up today
1: <laughs> it's only up from here only up from here mm-hmm. all right ladies and gentlemen as usual let's oh by the way we we we, we are going to uh we're going let me let me kill the music we're going to we're gonna be introducing a new segment not mm-hmm. in this show we're going to discuss a little bit but in future. So we'll get to it, I mean, man, it's exciting. guys, guys <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like your favorite footballer was injured, and then your team was struggling, and then now he's back, mm, you know what I mean, we had to hit rock bottom so we could bounce up, you know what I'm saying We had to hit rock <laughs> bottom so we could bounce it. up, you know what I'm
0: saying that's what we we're not, we were not, we were not rock bottom <laughs> I mean. Dan, I'm trying to motivate. We, we were down. I'm trying to motivate but, you. you
1: know, no, anyway, but
0: outside of outside of like last week just being like I had a headache from hell. I was operating on like maybe four hours of sleep. I was exhausted. Dan, do you know like right now, I've got one, two, I've got six campaigns
1: running simultaneously. I'm tired. And look, big money, though. Big money. But, uh hey, look, we uh, we want to start off the podcast with some positivity. Hmm, let's do Push it. Pushing P. We promise you that we're going to be pushing P. So we've got Zimbabweans doing That's the whole purpose of this segment. To celebrate and to be positive about our countrymen, or sometimes our continent men and women and everything else. You know, right at the beginning of the podcast. Zimbabweans doing it big. We want to give a shout out to Nyasha Gwatidzo, a Zimbabwean-born social entrepreneur based in Guernsey. Who has turned her passion for helping uh, African children, immigrants in the UK, into an actual business? So she launched a $1 billion investment fund to support women entrepreneurs in Africa. Shout out to Nyasha Gwatidzo, Zimbabweans. Zimbabweans who are playing with billion dollars. What are you talking have Ever we featured it before, then? <laughs> What's that? Ever we featured it before? I, I don't remember. We may have spoken about her. I don't know if we spoke we about did. this particular we actually,
0: thing. We did. You know, this is a new development. We have featured it before I remember this particular. Because she was even mm-hmm. in our, our newsletter.
1: Multiple doing it bigs. Shout out to you, Nyasha Kwatizo, And we also want to give a shout out to Blessing Musariri. Um, who has uh, acquired... Who has... Her books have had the rights acquired. Her novels... Have had the rights acquired. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah, thank you very much. Her name's Blessing Blessing Sariri. She's written two novels All That It Ever Meant and When It's Your Turn for Midnight. And then uh, those two models have been uh, acquired by Zephyr. Which is uh, the children's imprint of Head of Zeus? Mm. And, uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing them uh, adapted onto the screen. Uh, I don't know yet if it's a movie or a television show, but uh, we're going to find out. Cool, 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 cool! Very exciting. Yeah, Congratulations, man. Blessing Sariri, who is uh, based in uh, London. Mm-hmm. Great! All right, that Zimbabweans doing it big. Um, we really wanted to. We wanted to follow up. From our last episode, um, unfortunately, I was told that the call that we were about to take full was uh was we were cancelled from doing it last No,
0: moment. I he was like, I, I was just like, yo, do you want to talk about this on the podcast? He was like, Dope. I was like, I am calling you. Like, oh, you meant tonight? No, I need <laughs> to clear this with the relevant parties first. All I'll say is, um, for those of you that remember, last week we discussed there was a hip-hop, I'm not sorry, hip hop, I'm a piano. So hmm? that had been doing the rounds, that, that had an uncleared sample. That song being obviously Kavalungu by Atibza the DJ and DJ Noms at the King. And obviously the estate of the original author, uh, I, I believe his name was uh, uh, Peter. if I'm not mistaken, Dan. am I correct? Yes, I am indeed. Uh, t- taking down the song for obvious reasons because it was uncleared. And then, you know, you know this is when people who care about the culture People who care about the streets, people who people who are for, you know, upliftment, stepped in, got got a re-recording of the vocals, got the song out, bam! And if you if you hit your DSPs right now, it's back, it's back up there. So shout oh, out snap! To so shout out to that individual. Um, we'll we'll keep them nameless until further notice, but they're doing big things, and uh, you'll be surprised when it's in Zimbabwe.
1: Once again, Zimbabwe's doing what? Big. Big. Unfortunately, it's, you know, it's not it. The, 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 the momentum that it had got, because it had been, it was also featuring on playlists, unfortunately, has dropped a little bit. Let's see if it'll pick it up. It, it'll it'll so. pick back up, but it won't be. It's, it's the same as the DJ books.
0: Remember like the original, the bootleg version of It ain't me. It, it, it wasn't the same as the cleared version of It Ain't Me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It lacked that. <laughs> and... That, that, you no, know I, mean? I think it was better when it was a bit raw. That mm, that, like that, little bit, that copyright, copyright theft always sounds better. It's got that texture, that feeling. Right. You know what I mean? That authenticity. <laughs> it's, it's also a demo artist, All right. anyway, which is another thing we'll discuss one day. Like As you get into the industry, I don't know, Dan, if you've ever heard of, if you've ever experienced this, like when, when an artist is working on a song or a single and they send you an early version and you fall in love with it and you're like, yo, this is the joint. And then months or years later they release the final version and they've
1: tweaked or they've yeah, changed it,
0: it. And you're like, oh, I don't like this one. I want the old one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right. All right. All right. Let's let's get into what we were talking about just before we started the show film. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was in our We Outside segment, but since we're already on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, raw Entertainment, uh, Entertainment. Social.
1: So is it was, raw or raw? I don't who is Who is the I don't know who does those voice offers? And why do they keep getting Ra Ra entertainment? I, I, I suspect I know who it is, but I'm not 100 percent sure, so I'm not gonna, is not it, gonna is, put them on blast. Is it no I don't think it's I don't think it's that person. I think it's someone from uh, um um state FM. But Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no Phil, oh. well, you're rude. What? Phil is rude. No, wait. Like, what do you think? I, I mean? don't know what you're signing. Saying a
0: let- I'm thinking a letter. Oh, okay.
1: All right. It's All a letter, right. Dan. Uh, it's a letter. That one. No. Okay. I see that letter. No, it's not. I don't think it's her either. Anyway. Who is it then? Mind me me. Um, let's, let's play charades. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I, I I don't. I No, I don't know who it is. I actually don't. Oh, know it is. is it the. Uh, Just my first thought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it that one? <laughs>
1: Zimbabwean social, social media user! was a buzz. <laughs> was a buzz. I <laughs> thought. <That one. laughs> after news dropped that the next major concert in Zimbabwe, happening in September, the 23rd, to be specific, just after elections, uh, is gonna feature or headline um Swashbuckling American rapper uh the baby. First of all, what is up with the uh, Zimbabwean media and their obsession with always Putting the full name of an artist. No. It's completely irrelevant to the story. No,
0: Dan. A, one, it shows that I but B, it's because, and I, I'm not even trying to be rude, reporters are very lazy. So it's very formulaic. They have like a, a formula in their head when they do a story, and then like real name, um, artist name, some ridiculous adjective, then background information, generic quote, bam. They literally write their articles the articles
1: the way I write press releases. You guys can't take this lying down. Majairi if you're a journalist, please can you hit us up and just let me know why do you always insist on putting an artist's full name? I promise you, if you go to BBC, unless it's an obituary, which I can understand, but if it's, if you go an to arrest. BBC, CNN, unless it's like an arrest Reuters. or something like that. Yeah, they never say the artist's yeah. full name. Just, yo... Globally, it's just like Rick Ross did this. Uh, da Baby did this. Nicki Minaj did this. You're never going to hear. Onika Mirage, real name. Nicki, you know, you're never going to see that except in Zimbabwean media. And I don't get it. Anyway, award winning American rapper Jonathan Lindell Keck, popular, affectionately known by his Monica Da Baby, is slated for his debut performance in Zimbabwe on the 23rd of September this year. Um. <laughs> Raw Entertainment who previously brought in Rick Ross. Uh, they're the ones behind the multi-Grammy nominated rapper DaBaby's mm-hmm. local debut show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's dubbed the Talk Chart da Baby concert. I've never That's heard of this up. company. Yeah. Then what did Talk Chart do? <laughs> <laughs> You're putting me in a very tough position. Okay. Right, are there sponsors on you? you ex- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. On our radio station, yes. <laughs> no, have I'm you, just. I'm genuinely you, asking what did they do? do what do they do? I, I, I'm not even asking for anything. disparaging. I genuinely don't. I are you telling me to before
0: today? You've never heard of talk? I'm Chalk. telling you right now. I've never heard of them. Maybe I have in passing. So But tell me what what do they? Do? You
1: have, Phil. You have. We remember we discussed it in the Lacto league group. Anyway, so <gasps> oh, that's that app. Okay. Oh, okay. it's it's a it's a it's a, a chat app. Um, Um, I imagine that when it it was being named someone said it and someone wrote down the name based on the pronunciation but they probably spelled it wrong that's my assumption it's my guess I think it was initially meant to be called Talk Chat Mm -hmm. but that's just a guess Talk Chart is what it's called now and um, yeah it's it's basically Zimbabwean WhatsApp Mm -hmm. Or uh, Telegram, it says, but it's made in Zimbabwe. Um, so yeah, they are they are they are really pushing it's, uh I don't know who honestly I don't know who made it. I know one of the biggest influences behind it is Taro Gezi, Uh and they're really pushing it. Uh, and they want people to sign up as a Zimbabwean's own product. I have not downloaded it myself, nor have I used it, so I actually can't tell you what it is. Anyway, they are the major sponsor, clearly of this uh, of this concert. So. Okay, um, phew, there's so much to talk about. here. Let's start off by saying, let's start off by talking about the obvious. The obvious is in the announcement about the Baby concert, there was one other artist who was mentioned who's going to be sharing the stage and it was Ja Prazer. Hence our little uh, funny bit at the beginning of the podcast. I love Ja Prazer as an artist. I, I'm fam with uh, him and his team. Keen is my boy. We've been having discussions about, because he's also recently married. How's recently married life? Haha, ha, lol, nana. My boy. And I ain't even mad at you for being booked and taking a bag. I just don't understand how you would have a Baby concert opened by Prazer. Those are completely, it's, uh, I would go to a Prazer concert. I would go to a hip hop concert, but mixing them together is completely different feels and styles. And I I don't know how it would work. That having been said, I saw an excellent theory online, which was like, "You guys don't get it, my baby arch are going for the baby." That was a terrible theory. That was a piece, that was a, that was a piece of trash theory, Dan. But they did expound on it. The blessers are going for japrais. It makes sense no, to me. That's what I'm saying. No, it doesn't, Dan. It's a, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> what are you What are your thoughts on the combination? I'm not good. I, if if we speak, then you know very well, we can't really expound their thing. No, no, no. Let's expound. Phil, our, our, our patrons pay us to expound. They don't, they don't, there's they, no need they for don't pay us, us that insult. They don't pay us that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they don't pay us to insult us and neither are we speculating on the purposes of all of this. And I, I'm just wondering, what do you think was the reasoning for putting job praise as an opening act for the baby?
0: it you, you know you know we know why
1: yeah my theories number number 1 number 1 as much as the baby was available and booked and selected for whatever reasons behind the scenes that we don't know the organizers probably thought yo i don't know if his name and brand is strong enough to get us the numbers we need let's get the biggest artist in Zim. Which I okay. think is a very, I, I understand the reasoning. I just think it's half-baked. You haven't thought all the way to the end, firstly. Secondly, um, the other the other theory or thought that I have is Japresa has dirt on all the promotions. <laughs> in the and they have no choice let's, call Keen. Let's call, let's call Keen let's call Keen
0: let's call Keen like yo how do you do it how do you do it Keen <laughs> how do you continue to close these deals right. you, have, you have your hit I'm rate calling. is incredible Keen is I know ah, but shout out to Keen that's a manager there you know what I mean and, and, and as much as I talk crap about zoom managers Keen does his graft Keen actually does his graft <laughs> if your graft is to keep your artist ex- like booked and busy Booked and busy, keen be doing, keen it. be doing it, brand deals, doing it, he, he doing his thing, leader, and I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm being, I'm genuinely being honest. Like I genuinely, I stand by that. However,
1: <laughs> hello, Dan, what's up? Wow, hey, listen, you're live on the podcast. Yeah, it's also here with Phil. Ah, this time up, maybe you reply so, me before three weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, so what's no, my guy? <laughs> so, 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 listen,
1: my guy. First of all, I want to make it clear that I I know there's always things behind the scenes. So, if there's anything you feel uncomfortable <laughs> with, we we are very happy to take it out of the podcast. But that having been said, <laughs> Phil and I are over here laughing and we're discussing because we're like, ha, ano shandam If there is a manager who manages to keep his artist booked and busy, the keen. So, um. <laughs> I, I, this obviously doesn't want to go in a negative direction, so I don't want to take it in a negative direction. But how do you do it? In da- yeah. I, I, how is it that when someone thinks of the baby, they think with the Iowa, ah No, let's phone Keen.
5: <laughs> Numbers don't lie, my brother. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> listeners, in case you're wondering who we are speaking to, this is Keen uh, Mushapaidze. He's Japraises' manager. Uh, the hardworking man who has uh, been instrumental to the success of Ja Prazer. So he can give us answers. So I- I'll be honest with you, Keen. As you know, yeah. I love Ja Prazer. I love Ja Prazer's shows. But I, I sure. just, I'm struggling to see how it fits with the Baby. Hel- help me make it fit.
5: Um, well, you know, Ja, ja is a versatile artist, first and foremost, which is why we released this year two separate albums. Um, if you have had the, the time or privilege to listen to both of them. I have. You hear another world, deep traditional music. Uh, you, have, you hear a different world when you switch on to Maitababa where there's modern uh, tunes, beats, melodies, and even the lyrics themselves. So that, that's why we refuse to be put in a certain category or genre. The their music because he's not that artist. Um, and when it comes to pleasing the people, any platform that's available to please the people will make sure we do that. And if the organizer sees it fits to add down on the bill and it makes business sense, why
1: not? Right. I mean, yeah. to, to be fair, uh, it, it, I mean, that is a point, uh, Phil, that uh, his last albums, he released a double album, one which is mm-hmm. more traditional mm-hmm. and watches one which is more pop, modern, uh, you know, So, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've seen. People are talking, eh? So, um, can we expect that Ja will have a specific set that's more geared towards a skr-skr audience?
5: Um, I I actually want uh, to leave that hanging. Uh, (laughs) Since they talk around it, it would be nice for people to come and uh, just see on the day what Ja will prepare for them. It Maribu. might probably just be a playlist here, go to you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, go on. I, 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 I was saying, but um, I definitely
1: it will be a show to remember. uh Jao is delivered. Keen is now transformed into his uh, PR, PR mode. that right? <laughs> <So bad. laughs> I will say, say hello to the madam. And the last thing that I'll say is once we get to two weeks before, please don't turn off your phone, Dara, because you know the deal. You know the deal. <laughs>
5: I, 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 of course. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get much to come down anytime. Oh, good key.
4: (laughs) Blessings to you,
5: (laughs) my friend. Watch
1: on the WhatsApps, bro. Congrats on everything. Oh, oh. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Gene. (laughs) Blessings, blessings. Say hi to to the missus. I will. Later, man. All right, later. So there you had it. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Japra is versatile. And I hear it. I I just know that. He's is more known for the other side. Do you know? So, I just realized. Jen, I mean, let's see. you know how dope see, of a podcast we are? There, we've actually
0: on the hip hop side of the podcast. The main producer was Dakari, past guest on the podcast, manager of the biggest artist <laughs> in the country, past guest on the podcast. The artist that we are speaking of, past guest on the podcast, past guest. Guys, of, t- <laughs> I don't know. Guys, we've been doing this for a while.
1: We, we put numbers on the board. We put numbers on the board. Number, numbers on the freaking board, man. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> and And again, okay, like I said, I ain't mad at taking the gig. And honestly, people, people act like Jaapreza is, um, you know, like Sulu or something. He's not. I mean, he does have, yeah, he does have like pop songs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which some of them are very popular. In fact, I would argue that his, that's pretty much his genre. Um, but I also do understand that some people made my might have wanted actual hip hop acts, <sighs> so
0: I think one of the reasons why, well, last la, last year it was even so. If you remember last year when they announced Rick Ross on social media, there was now petitions where they're like, no Ja praiser, no winkiti. yeah, and then obviously this year they they preempted. They preempted those protests by <laughs> immediately announcing him. They were like, you won't catch us off this time. They they barely they were like, da baby da But <Before. laughs> I think it's even what what what's I think a lot of the the frustration here outside of obviously people not understanding where the brand fit is is last year holy ten volts and the Samanyanga sounds movement even um uh Saint Flow were really starting to capture the zeitgeist. So already people were like, no, there's enough hip-hop urban acts and we're feeling them. And they haven't stopped. Like, Holy Ten, despite the fact that, in my opinion, he hasn't dropped a massive hit, but he's maintained attention within the culture. He's maintained his momentum. St. Flow, strength to strength. Vault JT, on fire. k Flow. Burning up then same week the same week as I Hulu Mende drops, which to me is a song that's far too long, but it is a testament to like what's going on in the Zimbabwe movement. Dan you and I were in that um that that space that was on Twitter earlier this week that was talking about like the golden age of 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 Zimbabwe. granted, I understand why people were happy, but there was also just a bunch of terrible takes like oh my gosh, people are dumb. We'll come to that after this. I think that also pays a part of it where it's like, yo, okay, guys, hip hop acts coming to Zim. Cool. Why aren't the hip hop acts opening? So that's one thing already. That's why people are frustrated. The other thing here, which is very obvious, is the baby is as cold as ice right now. Because we've discussed it on the podcast. And if you've had access to social media in the last two years, you know why. My man's put his foot in his mouth multiple times. And has failed to recapture the momentum and the tension because before he did that nonsense at Rolling Loud, the baby was as hot as fish grease. I think his booking fee at the time was close to two million. Somewhere around there. Obviously, it depends on the size of the venue, but let's just say at one. Let's, let's put it at one million. We also saw I'd be shocked if his booking
1: fee is over hundred. k yeah, right? We
0: also saw after his cancellation, he was literally giving out free tickets and people were turning them away in new orleans so the baby right now does not come granted his new single is kind of you know it's kind of picking up it's it's kind of getting him back to where he was but he's not where he was at and you know how i know the baby isn't hot right now dad when have you ever seen an american announce a performance in zimbabwe and name every hood (laughs) (laughs) and name the hood in zimbabwe yo i'm coming (laughs) Ziwara a
1: Borrow Day, G2
0: Weezer, okay, Glenfield, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Glen Long, Borrow Day, Kuwazana Dome, One, Who Shadow, Two, you know what I mean? Kuwazana Three, Kamfinsa, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> My man is me short of saying, Be there or be square, all
1: roads lead to Odarare. And I think that's... Generator a t. Okay. To be
0: fair, and, and and I think that to me is, like, there's obviously stuff we're not going to discuss, but if you know, you know. But, what I will say is this. The frustrating thing is, there are African acts who would sell more tickets than the baby in Zimbabwe. And that's not even up for debate. It's a fact.
1: So why? Like, outside of the reasons that we have yeah, there. That's what fans. They are, are Zimbabwean acts who would sell more tickets than the baby Phil. So. And you, and the the one that would sell more. To be <laughs> if, they, if 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 we're being
0: fair and we're being honest, the baby should be opening for chapres. I mean,
1: if they, you know, <laughs> there's I. If there's we not just, nice. if
0: we're being fair, if we're being fair, the baby should be opening for Holy Ten Vaults. <laughs> the, <laughs> the baby should take the stage it's at four p.m. He can do a thirty minute set from four to four thirty. The baby should be doing a red car, red carpet performance actually the The ba- baby should be doing four to four thirty. Crims can do four thirty to five then we'll have an hour long set from only ten then volts j t natty o dead <laughs> ja.
1: all right so okay i want i wanna be i wanna be somewhat real and this kind of touches on on uh, the conversation you were having about the about the twitter space. <sighs> Guys, there's always the situation on the ground. Now, I agree with you, Phil. Hip-hop is on the come-up. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. But to date, we have not yet seen a major concert headlined by a Zimbabwean hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. So as much as we can say it's on the come-up, people are beginning to feel it. I mean, last year, Fire Emoji and St. Flo and and all of that, yeah, yeah. You, You guys are right. You're right. But there has not been a single, not one major concert headlined by a Zimbabwean Mm hip-hop artist. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not only that, I can guarantee you all those people talking loud on Twitter, if I go to your most played on Spotify, your most played on on Apple Music, bar a few people, it's not Zim hip-hop artists. I can guarantee you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as much as you can say that that vault song was dope, I agree. Yeah, it was also dope but we are not yet bumping them like that. Mm. I don't know what the reason is. I have some theories um but as it currently stands, the situation on the ground is if it was The Baby, <clears throat> Holy Ten Volts JT, um maybe Takura and assorted hip hop artists. The Baby, Volts JT, Holy Ten, Saint Flo, Takura. You're not pulling more than 2 to 3000 people at that event. Yeah.
0: I think I have I've got, I've, got, I've got, I agree with you totally and I, I, I'd like to add to that. First thing is well, the, the point you mentioned about some of the reasons why artists aren't being played more. I think this is my biggest frustration with Zim Act and that we've discussed it on the podcast. It, it's, it's literally why, for example, I've said like we're not going to promo songs that where artists haven't made it available on DSPs and that's not because we're trying to pop up DSPs where we've got a partnership with them. It's simply for one reason. The other reason also lies with this thing that Zimbabwean acts have got into where they're like, we release music on Mondays now because we don't competing music on Fridays. Like in isolation, that might seem like a smart idea. You know what? Every, all the big artists are dropping on Friday. We're not going to get mind share, So let's drop on Monday. I, I don't know if I've discussed it on the podcast before, but I'll discuss it again. Dropping on a Monday for any act, unless you are a top tier act, is a terrible idea for one major reason you are dropping off cycle. When you drop off cycle, you reduce your ability or chance to get support from the DSPs. You reduce your ability and chance to get support from editorial playlists or even automatic playlists from the DSPs. That there goes back to what Dan is saying. The majority of the time, people want to listen to music in a lean back experience. You just hop in the car, hit play on the playlist, you want to drive and listen to your songs or you want to drive and discover new songs. And for the most part, you're either going to play your own playlists, which you spend time curating and editing and thinking. But that's a very small fraction of the consumer because that takes time. That takes effort. Or well, what you're going to do is you're mm-hmm. going to hop onto your Spotify, you're going to look at Release Radar or, or your Apple Music, Music Made For You, or you're just going to be like, you know what? I like Afrobeats. I'm playing the Afrobeats playlist. And maybe you'll put it on Shuffle. And then you listen to those songs. And the songs that get replayed the most are usually the songs at the top of the playlist because they're the first ones. If you're lucky, the shuffle ones. Now, if you drop off cycle, your music is not going to get playlisted on these big playlists. That means, as Dan just spoke about, you're not going to be a high rotation song because the only people that are bumping your music are the people that are actively looking for it or the people that are actively looking for that genre. And they are going down to the people that curate those playlists who, if you look at, like, Spotify, for example, I saw there's a great hip-o, Zim Hip Hop playlist. It's got, like, 2,000 likes. Compared to Rap Raider. In fact, let me let me bring it up now. Dan, how many listeners does, like, Rap Raider have? Is, is, is Rap Raider a fair comparison? No, for the sake of this argument, let's just let's just look at Rap Raider.
1: Let's just see. Yeah. So, I'll... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna look on. Uh, I'm gonna look on uh, Spotify, right? So I'm gonna look at something like. Um, sorry. Let me let me look at African, right? Let me look at African uh, playlists. There's so there's no ahala, oh, which is an African hip hop. Yeah, playlist. rap caviar. Sorry, that's the one. One hundred twenty-three. Carry on, yeah. One hundred twenty-three thousand. Yeah. Uh, Mzansi hip hop, uh, Mzansi raps sixty-one thousand. These are these are quite low, lower than I expected to be honest. No,
0: but that's because people. I think another thing is people forget like just how small a market Africa is for like playing music, but it's, it's still an important music. So like right now, the, one of the biggest Zim hip hop playlists I'm seeing here by a guy called Sean, Yeah, five hundred five hundred listeners. So Dan is mentioning a playlist with sixty thousand listeners followers. The biggest Zim hip hop playlist has four hundred eighty three listeners. Guys, that's a big problem. That's a big difference. All rap caviar. 15 million. 15 million. You know what I mean? There's a big disparity there. So that's one of the reasons why hip-hop, Zim Hip-Hop isn't growing. The other reason, and as Dan mentioned it, it's a chicken and egg situation. Maybe promoters aren't taking the risk with Zim Hip-Hop acts. But on the flip side, I know this for a fact because I've seen it, Zim Hip-Hop acts actually don't know how to perform well. When you go to a job praises show, you are guaranteed a well-rehearsed performance. He's gonna give you live vocals. He's gonna have a band on cue. Those guys are gonna be to a T. His background singers are gonna be to a T. The dancers are gonna deliver incredible stuff.
1: When you go to a hip hop, even if even if you don't, yeah, even if you don't like Ja Prazer, you're gonna watch that show and you'll be like, wow. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're actually gonna enjoy the performance. Yeah. Even if you're not a fan of the music.
0: If, outside of the few artists who will Rope in a Spirit Fingers, for example, which is Takura and so forth. A lot of these guys, I know it for a fact because I've heard it. We go to these performances. They are still performing the release versions of, of their songs. Tracks. They are mm-hmm. singing over their own vocals, which is disgusting. If you, I don't know if you guys, uh, there's a very famous clip of Jay-Z he came up for an impromptu performance. I think it was Performing Niggas in Paris. And then the DJ started playing the studio version. And 15 seconds in Jay-Z was like, Blas, what are you do? I don't perform over my vocals. You give me the instrumental or what we call the TB track or the performance track, which means I'm giving you live vocals. And that's the bare minimum because that's what you should be doing. I don't even think, I haven't seen, I haven't heard Zim Hip Hop acts delivering performances at that level. I'm not even talking about clean transitions, high
1: energy, audible vocals, rehearsals. You know what I mean? That a time. set list that you know that flows in a particular direction. Exactly. Um, thinking, thinking about congruent visuals and uh, um, even outfits. Now that having been said, I, uh, just to clarify, I watched uh, I watched a Holy Ten performance where he had a live band. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it wasn't bad, but it wasn't quite hitting. But to be fair, Phil, we can't compare Jarreza, who's been doing this for decades. But but. Right? And who has had to hone his craft over decades that is that is also very true,
0: but there are actors are taking taking their craft seriously i mean i, and I i'm not I'm not even being gratuitous when I say this, but one of the like this is that kid painted fresco. the reason why I like him is yo he's still very new, he's still very fresh he's, but he takes his craft seriously. he had a performance this past weekend, and he was rehearsing with a with the band. I've seen him perform at small shows. he delivers a great performance, so like the live performance act is there. Now it's about building the audience, building the popularity. And that's that's one of the things I like about it. That's why I, I'm keeping my eye on them. And as you said, Zim Hip Hop Acts aren't there. So in as much as we can, we, we can say that it's not fair, which it isn't, Zim Hip Hop Acts also need to play their part. And also, promoters also need to come to the... Like it needs to be 50-50. Promoters need to keep booking these acts and give them these opportunities. Because now... If you take a chance on a holy ten, and it's a big show and instead of, you know, what, let me not even mention names, but let's just say any act. And instead of it's a $500 show, it's now a $2,000 show. You've now given that artist the opportunity to take creative liberties to be like, you know what? I normally just have a DJ. Let me invest into my live performance. Let me invest into background singers. Let me invest into rehearsal. Let me invest into dance, blah, 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 blah. So it has to be both ways. So, in as much as we can say, I don't think hip-hop is there yet, we can also hold other players accountable. And I do think…
1: I, 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 come, I disagree with you, Phil. Promoters and artists, they are businesses. It's a bit, I'm a business. If I'm a promoter, I'm running a business. My goal is to start, to create a show and make as much money as possible. My goal is not to prop up the industry. My goal nah, is not to you, give you, you a understanding, chance. But my goal is not to... So... I'm, I, my, my goal is... My goal is simply to make as... as yes. As then, but successful a my, show as possible. You're missing my argument. So it entirely falls on the artist. It falls on the artist to provide a value proposition to that promoter. And say, I know you were thinking of getting Winky D and Ja Praiser. Because you know they will give a good show. But here's a video of me doing this small show here. Here's, you know, it's it's on them to provide the value proposition to these uh, um, promoters. And if they don't take it up, I still don't blame them. Look, I mean, we can somewhat, as as an audience, give pressure and saying, I would go for a vaults JT show. But you're lying because Valtz JT has been having shows and you're not going. So you're lying when you're saying, no, why does the baby not have Valtz JT? Because you haven't been going to Valtz JT. I can say that about the majority. I know some people have been going. Don't get me wrong. I'm speaking about the majority. Yeah, I... So at the moment... I
0: agree with what you're saying, I blame but the I audience. think you misunderstand yeah. what mm-hmm. I'm saying. What I'm saying is, yeah. as a business, the other thing that you're looking for when you're trying to maximize profit is you can't oversaturate the market, right? True. There's only so many job racer shows people want to see, right? So it is now incumbent on you as a business to be like, yo, okay, this product is now, it's been in the market. What else can we tap into? And that's what I'm asking. I'm I'm not asking for a handout. I'm not asking for them to take a loss. I'm just asking for them to be a little bit more creative and and inventive in their thought processes. Because it's almost... Do you know what it is? And we've we've been having this discussion at work. And Dan, I'm sure you see it a lot. A lot of Mm. the times when you deal with people in what are supposed to be creative jobs, all they do is tick boxes. They do the bare minimum. They just tick a box. We need an opening yep. act. Literally like the first name, Jaapresa. All right, cool. Box tick. Let's move on. What else do we need to do? All right, cool. Ah, uh-huh. And then you're like, okay, guys, but can can we at least be creative? You know what I mean? Can we at least have something unique? And that's what I'm asking. for. So I'm very happy for Zidme Bob. Uh, I want us to continue to support it. But let's also call a spade a spade with regards to everything Dan's saying, if I'm a promoter and I'm investing whatever amount of money I'm paying to fly in the baby, of course, I'm going to be like, who is going to guarantee a return investment? And sadly, because um, Winky D made certain creative choices, he's going to be on ice for a while. <laughs> so the next option is Winky. I'm sorry, is he's, uh, he's Ja. That is what it is. Mm. But now let's segue into what we we're discussing. That I don't know. Did you catch that space we're in?
1: Uh, I caught a little bit of it, and I actually want. At first, I wanted to give a uh, input, and then I got the feeling that you were you, you were having that a lot of it was very like dumb takes. And then I realized that hang on, these aren't dumb takes; these are the consumers.
0: Yeah, so that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to educate, but then the the thing is, they kept reverting back to, but we're just consumers. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm 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 not saying you're wrong. Like, okay, let's give the context. So I think okay. I think this was the evening of. Uh, he illuminated it dropping, and then people were like, "Yo, Zim Hip Hop is on fire right now. These kid, these dudes are killing it because that that song alone, which we'll discuss later, I think we'll, we'll have to play out with it because hey, it's seven minutes. But there's <laughs> there's shots being thrown back and forth, there's subjects, and and we'll, we'll we'll dig that into those a, a bit later. But I think one of the things was people were like, "Yo, is this the golden age of Zim Hip Hop?" And they were discussing like, "Yo, when I caught the conversation." They were like, yeah, these old school rappers were lazy. They had no dedication. They were doing this, that, and the third. They were making rubbish music. They weren't really moving the culture forward. They were making music for the salads, blah, 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 blah. And then certain rappers who struggled to find success were now complaining or speaking about how hard it was to gain success this and the third. And I was just like, you know, okay, guys, I think you're wrong. And here's where you're wrong. And I was trying to center that and saying, you guys need to understand that in as much as Zim hip-hop has been dormant for a while, its current success is because of the foundation that was set. And this is also why that growth stagnated. And I discussed what happened with Rambachina and, and everything else around that and ETCTC. So when I when I joined, I, I started speaking about, okay, guys, do you, do you guys understand that we actually have a, Grammy award-winning hip-hop producer. But he, he was in America. But we've got Zim. Zim hip-hop predates South African hip-hop. We've got, listen to the episode, Metaphysics. Metaphysics even speak about with pieces of Ebony. How he was one of the forebearers who went to South Africa to educate South African rappers or, or help them or mentor them. We have pieces of Ebony who were selling out international. Granted, they weren't stadium tours, but there were still tours, international tours back then, selling CDs. Building careers, building legacies, making real money. We have Tendai Maraire and Shabazz Palaces doing amazing things in in America. We have we spoke about Dre's um, a couple times on the podcast. Who, who won his Emmy, Dad? Dre's is from the lineage of the Maraires. We've got Do Wright, Right, who was the first African to sign a major hip hop deal in America. We we've got. What Metaphysics then ended up doing with Sons of Manheim. We've got what his brother Culprit did with all the music that he made. So for you guys to say that Zim hip-hop artists didn't succeed is incorrect because you're looking at it from a very, very narrow scope. And that narrow scope is the guys who were marketing to a local audience. There were guys who were marketing to a local international audience that grew oh, I also mentioned Mischief. I was like, yo guys, do you guys know that Mischief hosted the first hip-hop show broadcast on satellite TV in Africa? On Channel Low. That was him.
1: Z- Zab's went to Falcon was one of the first Saintees to so you know, you, you're right. But that, that, all of that is irrelevant to the average consumer. But what I'm, and that's the
0: thing, is like, it's not irrelevant. It, it, it may be unknown to you, but I'm saying like, for you to then come out and say a blanket statement like these guys are lazy is incorrect. These guys, walked, True. these guys walked into a system that had been decimated for a number of reasons. The industry was decimated
1: for a number of reasons. Okay, wait, 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 Phil. Phil, Phil. Let, me, let, me, let, me cl- let me clarify my statement. Um, talking about these guys were lazy and whatever, that's irresponsible, whatever. That's, but that's, I'm thinking purely from a consumer perspective. Even if you are not lazy, if I think you are lazy, the result is going to be the same. Yes. If I sit, if I think that Lil Wayne was a better rapper than um, I don't know uh, Tech Nine, because I've heard multiple Lil Wayne songs and I just saw Tech Nine once on a cipher, and I sit here and I think ah, Tech Nine is lazy man. How come he doesn't put music out? I'm wrong. Tech Nine been putting music out. And he's got a, a solid following of people who have deep taste in hip-hop. But Lil Wayne is successful, more successful. And as a consumer, that's what I like. So we can sit here and say, you're wrong. They were not lazy. It's true. But the end result is, that discussion is... my. The whole premise of the discussion was flawed to me. Because golden age of hip-hop, um, that phrase refers it it obviously referring to um, uh, an American concept which existed because of certain situations it's not it's not uh it's not just a hip-hop is doing better now than it was then as a consumer to me or to a majority of people it may be but someone else will feel differently you and I feel we're at zwaga nights Mm -hmm. you know what I mean we felt hip-hop as it was back then and we saw those artists doing their thing and we watched Munetzi do a freestyle for hours on end And, you know, we've seen this and we've experienced it. But someone who is not part of the culture or part of the industry, that wasn't being broadcast anywhere. That wasn't on radio or TV. It was for a very few set of people that watched it. So we can sit and say, you guys are wrong. They were not lazy. And it's true. We might be right. But the consumer's experience is, I never heard anything from them. They might be lazy. So it's just like we're sitting here and we're like, no, that person is wrong because they think this. What actually happened is this. But at the end of the entire discussion is, Right now, are hip hop artists doing well. No, to a certain extent, yeah. But there's other things that they are messing up on. Where hip hop artists doing be- uh, good that time? Those who did good left Zim, and that, so, so that, that's. Oh. That, and I think that's what I was trying to. And
0: I think that's where I ended up just kind of giving because I was like, you know what, I sound like the, just the, the old hater in the room. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, what, nah, it's fine. <laughs> so you're you're touching on exactly the point. I was like, guys, this is great. Like, what's happening right now? I love it. This is amazing. The,
1: yeah. But I, the fact that there's even a space discussing but this. I'm
0: like, but I'm like, this is what I want you guys to start thinking about. Uh, with, with baddies in it, Phil. I don't know if mm-hmm. you saw. And I was like, the, the, I think they're following me. I mean, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, all what, right, are, what, yeah, what right, I was right, trying yeah. to say is like, okay, guys, and I'm being re- realistic here. Which of these artists is touring internationally to a non-Zimbabwean audience? Right? the baby. He's not coming to Zimbabwe to perform to Americans. He's coming to perform to Zimbabweans, right? Casper comes here to perform to Zimbabweans. Nasty C performs to Zimbabweans. Who are these Zim rappers? If they leave Zim, who are they performing? For the most part, it's 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 other Zimbabweans, right? What playlists are these guys being put on, Right? What features are they getting? What looks are they getting in terms of media? Is OK Africa saying these are one of the 10 acts you need to listen to? I've seen Holy 10 featured once or twice, but it's not at the level that I feel it should be at yet, right? And then going back to the discussion we just had about live performances, are those live performances so dope that these guys are commanding bookings for Afro Nation, for international festivals, wherever they may be, you know what I mean? There's that. And then I left the space and then there was some guy who tweeted and he was like, well, obviously it was a back and forth. And then some guy tweeted, he wasn't tweeting me, he just tweeted it like, yo, as consumers, you just want to consume the music. And if I had the energy and the time, I would have gone back and said, this is where you are wrong now. And this is where I'll prove you're wrong, right? You And you guys aren't thinking about this. But consumers need to be thinking about this. Because you can't be, especially as, I don't think as a Zimbabwean, you can, but in general, you can't. And it leads into another discussion because I think after this, let's discuss the um, the prices for Spotify going up. You can't just say, I want to consume the music. How you consume the music is very important. Do you consume the music via uh, an MP3 you got on WhatsApp? Do you rip it off YouTube and then play it on your phone? Do you just listen to it on YouTube, but you're on a free YouTube account? Or do you buy the music wherever possible? Do you go to the shows? Do you buy the merch? You support the artists in whatever way possible because what you do in, in that respect makes a very big difference. In the same way, we keep saying on this podcast, Patreons get a hundred times more importance in terms of their opinions. You don't know why? Because they support the podcast. They allow this podcast to happen. They allow us to buy equipment. They allow us to put time aside. Dan and I are very busy individuals. It's not like we have, we, have, we, have, we have time to kill. You know what I mean? We have people that report to us every day. And we have to tell them, uh, eh, it's Thursday evening. Sorry, we got to go record this podcast. And they're looking at us like we're crazy. Because in their minds, they're like, yo, our salary depends on this stuff happening. And we're like, no, we got to go talk crap for two hours. And that's what I'm telling about consuming. If you're a Zimbabwean, whatever genre you listen to, please consider how you consume the artist. Consider how you consume the music and how you support the artist, rather. Because that determines how far that artist can go. That determines who that artist can collaborate with. That determines the quality of the music. That determines how much they can invest in it. That determines how far the sound will go. I guarantee you guys right now, if everyone who could afford it, who, who loves and supports Zim music, started making sure that they showed that love and support financially in whatever way possible, it would make an order of magnitude of difference. And that's what we need to start thinking about. Because the big the big worry I have right now is, and I've seen it myself, Dad and I see it, like, I love music. Like, this is my passion. I genuinely love music. If I could, I would leave marketing and focus on music. But I can't because I've done the numbers. Music don't pay the bills like that. Like, I've been losing money on music since I was a teenager. But I keep spending money on music because I love it. Eventually, I hope we'll get to a point where music makes me money. But imagine if I'm not making money off music, I'm worried about the artists.
1: You know what I mean? But, But Phil, what you're discussing is an ideal, right? It would be great if consumers paid attention to the artists and what they make money on and all of that. But there's not a single market where that has been done on a global scale, it's only been done a little part no, It's been done by super, no, is what, what I'm saying is, it's been,
0: and I don't want you to, to simplify. What I'm talking about is super fans, right? There's always this, there's, yes. there's always the casual listener who just like yo, this is passive, whatever, and that's fine. But even as a passive listener, wherever you can, please support. But then there's super fans, the super fans that are super invested, the super fans that will hit you with ten holy ten quotables, the the ones that delve into debates, the ones that put the artist in their bio. Those guys, if you can afford to, if you love the artist that much, please put your money where your mouth is. It makes a difference because those super fans are the ones that, that buy tickets. And, and, the, and when you sell out that first batch of tickets, you're going to sell more tickets in the long run. Those are the ones that buy the merch. Those are the ones that buy the CDs. Those are the ones that, sug- that refer. You know those annoying dudes that you meet at a party and are like, yo, have you heard this new song? No, guys, you need to get on to this mm. dude. This guy's... Those are the people that grow the culture and so all i'm saying is those super fans like if if that if that's who you are consider how you support the act because it's really important and that goes across the board not only for music for podcasting even for only fans if if you're so inclined if you are a super fan
1: support <laughs> the creators please so yeah i mean that space i i listened for a bit and then i wanted to contribute then i realized that i was i was wading into a debate that was somewhat pointless because people are just people are it's it's I, I don't know if you've ever wondered like I don't know if you saw the Doja Cat um, debacle that happened this week and I may as well just bring it up
0: I mean did our producer uh, discuss
1: it? I think he did but I mm-hmm. think but okay but
0: t- touch on it, it because I, I I briefed him on, on it yeah right, let's see. Yeah, it's there it's number one
1: on the list but he didn't do the research I told him to do but it's fine so okay long story short uh, Doja Cat has been trending because she was over on threads. One of the very few things to ever come out of threads. That's a whole other discussion we need to talk about one day. But anyway, uh, she was on threads and she was uh, going back and forth with some of her fans. Uh, let me actually properly quote her so I don't misquote her. Just, uh, and, I'm gonna, and I'll try and highlight the point that I, I have after this. So one of these uh, fans of hers were calling themselves, I mean, Doja Cat fans call themselves kittens. For the record, uh, Doja Cat came up with the name herself uh, back in 2020 when she ran a poll over what do you think we should call Doja Cat fans? Uh, And I don't know. I think it was like the meows and the kittens or something like that. And people voted for kittens. So they've been calling themselves kittens. And you know, these super fans who create like accounts and they're like, oh, kitten one, kittens Brazil, na, 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 na. So here she is on threads. And uh, someone someone said, uh, someone mentioned something about kittens. And then she's writing... My fans don't name themselves-ish, right? Uh, And then she's talking about uh, fans being creepy and whatever, whatever. And they're like, hey, you know, uh, we've been supporting you since day one. And she's like, nah, I never asked you to. I never asked you to support me. I don't owe you nothing. And then uh, she's like, and, and these fans are like, no, but we're the ones who are defending you when this and this happened and when that and that happened. And, you know, and she's basically saying, leave me alone. Get away from me. No, 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 no. This, there's a whole other story about the fact that Doja Cat is rumored to be dating this white guy who's apparently a problematic dude and honestly, I don't get it. I don't understand because she's obviously a very desirable person and this dude is kind of... Anyway, that's a whole other discussion. But there's this back and forth that's going fa- uh, 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 over her fans and the artist. Now, because of this, a lot of these super fans started deactivating their accounts and deleting these communities and these groups that had hundreds of thousands... Tens of thousands of people in there who are completely dedicated to just following Doja Cat because they're such fans of her and nah, na na So all these accounts are being deleted and whatever. It's clear she doesn't love us and la la da da da. So this is what's going on. So, on the one hand, I will say this is somewhat unhinged behavior from Doja Cat because um, those are the people that pay your bills. And I, I do understand that some of them go overboard, but why would you aggressively alienate them? But on the other hand, it's also true that consumers are somewhat, especially the super fans, feel somewhat entitled. There's this huge separation between people in the industry and artists, and there's almost an aggression towards consumer. It almost feels like like there's this, this fight between the two. Um, and Doja Cat's example is obviously an extreme example of this. But I think in general, a lot of artists are exasperated by their fans. And a lot of fans, at the same time, feel like their artists are on the one hand, gods, or on the other hand, something's wrong with them, they need to... And I, I think this kind of discussion sort of stems from that sort of mindset that there's these two completely separate camps that live in their own bubble and see things completely differently. There's consumers and artists. And the artists and everyone in the industry live in a completely different world to the consumer who just doesn't even think about industry or anything. They just want to hear music they like they want to support their artists or they want to call out the ops or whatever. You know what I mean? They're not mm. thinking of industry. And I don't think they should think of industry. Apart from the super fans, maybe, yeah. Because they must just consume the content they like. And then the artists must just make the content that they, they that they want people to consume. And if the people like, like this whole thing of no, but behind the scenes, this is what's going on. So you must understand and then you must so I was I was listening to this conversation happening in that in that space, and I also got triggered by some of those conversations. And people were were talking. I, I heard I heard someone literally say, uh, "Back in the day, they, they, no one was doing anything like ciphers. They're busy happening in America. Why weren't Zimbabwean artists doing it?" And I I was like, I I hit request to speak, and then I cancelled it quickly because I was going to say, "What the hell are you talking about, bro?" Just because you were not there doesn't mean it wasn't happening. Then I realized, nah. From his perspective, it wasn't happening because he never saw it. No, but they, they also don't bother to check. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, often, it's true. They don't bother to check, but that's a consumer. It's not, there's no, it's not incumbent on him. There's no, right, you're a consumer. No,
0: but then it's, you, it, it is it's incumbent, incumbent on,
1: because on,
0: on if, the. Uh, <coughs> it's a stupid thing to say because it's, I don't know of, or I don't recall, or I've never experienced, or I've never heard of Cypher. That's one thing, which is a true statement. But then to make an absolute statement.
1: Phil, I'm with, I'm not disputing that at all. And I was triggered the same way. I'm not saying that that person said the right thing or whatever. I'm just saying that in that moment, I realized there's no point in me trying to convince you you're wrong. You're a consumer and that's your reality. And you're speaking your reality. I disagree with it. And I think it's wrong. And I think you could have phrased it better, but you're the consumer. So if I'm the artist who's creating something for you, the consumer, and you think I don't exist, I'm the one at fault, not the consumer. But once again, so I can't but, sit here and defend but you, myself. But you don't make content for every consumer, though. Dan, that's the other thing. Agreed. In that case, why must I spend my time talking to you? You're clearly not. Either you are the consumer I want, and I've failed to reach you, or you're not. So there's no point for us in even having a conversation. So I, I kind of got in that space. I started thinking this when I was listening to that, and I ended up leaving it. They even said. The, the what's his name uh, what's his name was it the, so? well, the, the space is mm-hmm. like I noticed you want to say something I was like ah, no, I've, I've left already so, so, so
0: yeah I think I think we kind of got detracted from the Doja Cat thing the Doja Cat thing I think is a bigger thing because I do think Doja Cat granted this is a massive projection because I don't know this woman from a can of paint I do think Doja, I do think Doja Cat does have some self identity issues. Um, part of that was highlighted a few years back when Doja Cat is on drugs. Phillip. Yeah, but when she was when she was in those chat rooms showing her feet to white boys and saying like basically, <laughs> basically siding with the racist. I think that was one thing. Obviously, for those you don't know, Doja Cat's dad is a famous South African actor who she's never met, and that's obviously heartbreaking. And like, was it was it with Oprah? But I think it was Oprah or Gayle. I can't remember what it was. But there's an interview she did mm-hmm. with one of them. And they were talking about, yo, I've met your dad. Your dad's an amazing actor. A... No, Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg. Damn, it was Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, because yeah, I remember that. Because was Sarafina. And Whoopi Goldberg is talking about her dad. And Doja Cat says, you know you've spent more time with my father than I have. You've met him and I never have. And that broke my heart, yo. Oh, Dan, can you imagine your child ever saying that about you? Yo. Yeah. So I, I do think there's that. I do think th- there may be drugs.
1: I uh, no, the, the, there's someone posted a video of her on her live where she was she was snorting just off screen. Maybe she was pretending and it was actually sugar powder. But so I so mean, there's that. I do I do also point. think her yeah.
0: erratic behavior could also be for the fact that she just wants out because Doja Cat went from obviously just being an artist trying to get attention to being recognized as, yo, this is a very talented R&B slash hip-hop act to then becoming
1: this pop megastar. And that's- You actually might have a very solid point there. That she probably, she's deliberately trying to get out. And that's because like-
0: Attacking your fans, and she's not attacking the, the crazy. She's not. She's not like attacking like the bi people who are who are hounding Beyonce for the visuals. She's like yo. She's attacking them over a name, and as you said, a name that she approved. And to me, that type mm. of behavior, it's either yeah, it's either self identity or drugs, or it could just be yo. She's self sabotaging. Whether knowingly or unknowingly, to the point where she's like yo, and this will die. Like I want to become so undesirable that I get dropped from the label. People leave me alone. And I can live my life in peace. Because if she's been handling her money right, she's probably got more money than she's ever going to spend in her lifetime anyway.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. (sighs) And, you know, I was kind of rooting for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and we still can. I just hope she's okay.
0: Um, I certainly, obviously, like... You do I I, I don't condone nor do I appreciate like attacking innocent people because a lot of these fans are just kids. You know what I mean? These are like teenagers who love you. Yeah. And now you now Lord knows what they're dealing with. But but yeah. I think it's one of those things. But what's a doji can but then the weird thing is she was back on the in the in the chat rooms this week with the racist white boys, the white <laughs> incels again. I'm like, I don't what are you really doing? She's dating one of them, fool. She's dating one I of them. Don't. It's Which is another thing, like as anyway. a black woman, like what, what's going on? <laughs> Then like now you've been insulting people and saying, yo, I dropped this trash music so I can make this real music. Wait, that, that album hasn't dropped yet, has it? Like, isn't isn't she was she was dissing all the old music because it's like yo, this new album I'm dropping is the is the real hip hop. That album's not dropping. Mm-hmm. It, hasn't, it hasn't dropped yet, right? Nope. And I don't think it's gonna nope. and I don't think it is gonna drop. Maybe. Or maybe this is all a rollout and we've all just been played. I don't know. Because she is a troll. But yo, know, this will take uh, the, which is also true. The, 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 that, that will be taking trolling to a whole new level. <laughs>
1: But yes, Dan. Um. I would respect her. But, but on, so on, just just to quickly wrap up the Doja Cat situation. Um, I, I, I kind of like that theory that you're saying that maybe she's trying to get out. I think another potential uh, cross theory is man, celebrity is the celebrity life is insane. Do you know what I mean? It's 24 hours attention on you, pressure. On, and she went through this whole thing like you saw when she shaved her head and shaved her eyebrows and you know, and I think she made some statement about I'm you thinking I'm be- I'm not here for your gaze, mm. so I don't care. In fact, it, it almost gave the impression that she's trying to not make you think that she's beautiful or whatever. Because mm. I think a lot of people were thirsting over her and whatever. And then she got a lot of flack after she 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 casually said something about how hey, you guys came for my boyfriend. No, nah, no, nah, nah, In some comment somewhere, and then she, there's been no other confirmation that she's dating this man, but. She obviously started getting a lot of like. I wonder if this is not like a a, a lashing out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, twenty people attacked me. So as far as I'm concerned, everyone is attacking me, and you know, and maybe at some yeah. point she's going to. And, and and, and, I know, and that's right. another thing that
0: I don't think we, as the general consumer, realize, right? But all of us have been through this. You log on to Twitter, you tweet something, two three people disagree with you, and they disagree. With you. They only say, ah, "I feel you're wrong." They're like, ah, "You're crazy." You're stupid. Like, that, that hurts. That stings. Like, that stings. And that's <laughs> two, three people. Multiply that by thousands. Right? She's on lives every day. And as much as she sees those positive, I love you, Doja Cat, kid, kidney emoji. There's gonna be people they're talking cock about her. She sees that every day. She's gonna to go out to the she's gonna go out, whatever, she's running errands, is chilling, whatever. She's gonna hear people talk shit about her. She's gonna to want to chill with her friends. And she can't because wherever she goes, crowd. You know what I mean? We've seen how, we've seen how it breaks people, bruh. Look at what, look at what Britney Spears went through and now even look at what she's yep. dealing with now, which we haven't even discussed. Your Britney Spears got slapped by, by a basketball player. Anyway, that's it's, that's a disgusting for another day. So, <laughs> there's
1: a lot of pressure there. She might be going through. And, and, there's something else you said, Phil, sorry, I, I just forgot it. You said, you mentioned that, bruh, most of these people are kids. Mm. So you can't even really be mad at them anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like it's literally 14-year-olds. Hey, and kids are idiots. Coming on kids here. are idiots. They, and they're horrible people. It's kids like, are horrible it's people. Social media. Social media. So if there was, a, if someone figures out a way to keep interactions within a, I promise you, if it was like 14 to 17-year-olds are interacting, 18 to 23-year-olds are interacting, 23-year-olds to 30-year-olds are all in. Like, if the algorithm did that, social media would be amazing. There's a tweet. Would be a... That, I'm trying to bring it up
0: now. Because I want to quote it, correctly, Because it's, it's one of the most succinct and brilliant tweets I've ever read. And it says, in school, we were separated by streams. The smart people in the smart class, the medium-intelligent people were in the medium-intelligent class, and the dumb dums <laughs> had their own class at the back of the school and they never interacted with us except during sports time. The problem with social media is everyone is interacting
1: with each other and they have this same the same voice. Class. And let's be honest. Not just the smart and the dumb, but also class 4A is interacting with class. The guys who are doing ZJC mm-hmm. are arguing science with the guys who are doing A-level. Who are writing university theses? Mm-hmm. So it's just all a mess. And then you know, now you're famous. Now you got millions of people. Ah, it's it's late. Mm-hmm. So shame, man. Uh, anyway, uh, let's move on, Philip. We've mm-hmm. we've dwelt on this uh, is issue indeed. of. Uh, so
0: I think this, was, you this, know, this, this th- won't be a long one. But um, people were, people were discussing this on social media, and obviously, those that aren't in the industry don't know. But um, Spotify has raised its price of premium uh, by a dollar in in, in some Western markets. But not not to everyone, by the way. Yeah. yeah, in some Western markets, and a dollar. And then people went on the social media to complain. And I don't think, once again, as Dan was speaking about it, the general consumers, they don't know. Let me tell you guys right now, as someone who's in the industry, there's, I'm not, it's very nerdy, but there's a guy called Will Page. used a bit um, at Spotify. He's got a website called Tarzan Economics. He breaks this down very well. He's got a good paper out uh, that dropped like a month ago. If you're a nerdy person, it's a great read. But essentially, inflation of everything, everything else in the world. Okay, let me let me get back to the beginning of it. The price of streaming, which is ten dollars, was thumb sucked because that was the price of Blockbuster at the time, and that was determined by Rhapsody, and that was determined by the turn of the, at the turn of the millennium. So over two decades ago, Dan, right? Mm. There was no rhyme or reason to it, nothing. There was like $10. Ah, okay, $10. And that's that's the figure. That figure has not changed in 20 years. It's still $10. In that time, everything else has gone up. Not in 20 years, but even like this in the pandemic. The cost of water, cost of electricity, cost of living, cost of Netflix, cost of DSTV, um, cost of satellite, cost of internet. Everything has gone up. But the cost of music has not gone up. Yet somehow, artists are all supposed to share this pool. The other thing is streaming revenue is pooled, which means the more artists that make music, the less money there is per artist to distribute. Because, simple example, if Dan and Phil are paying $20 for, for streaming and there's one artist, that one artist gets $20 right? If now there are three artists, those three artists now have to divide that $20 by three. However, it's now divided by who has the most streams. So if artist A has double the amount of streams, artist A is going to get double the amount of payment, while artist B and C and so on and so forth. So it, it's a system where you're fighting over a pie that isn't growing, but it rewards the biggest players in the market, which isn't ideal because what also might happen is if dan signs up for spotify and he only listens to tech nine and i hop on and i listen to every other artist including tech nine tech nine is only going to get the money represented by everyone who listen to him and dan but it's not going to be as much as the pool that goes to other people as opposed to a user centric model where like if dan only listens to tech nine tech nine is getting all of dan's money Dan's money is not only paying for N9, it's paying for every other artist, even the artist he doesn't listen to. You get what I'm saying? So there's that, and we need to consider it. So the other thing is, Dan, right now, as you stand, how many, how much do you spend on TV, on streaming, or even in, in uh, even? I only pay for two. Let's things. say let, let, Netflix let, let, let and, say and, and with you, not, like you weren't constrained by a budget. Like what you'd want to watch and what you would want to pay for, you'd
1: pay for. What would you get? I wouldn't pay how much would I happily pay per month but you see it's No, it's no, very I'm not talking about I'm not talking about, about, about amount I'm just talking
0: about the services like you're like yo these are the services I want oh, to pay for Oh, if I wanted.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um I would pay for um I would pay for Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple TV surprisingly has got me now because they just have good shows, man. So we, we, um, we $30 and HBO $30 so, so I'd pay for so we had $60. All right. So
0: the other thing you just mentioned is the reason why you have to sign up for multiple services is not every service has all the content you want, right? It's all dismediated. Uh, mm-hmm. How if now for music, how many services do you need to sign up for to get the
1: music you need? Just the one, but I pay for two. But so. and and you've just touched on that out that's exactly why. So for just
0: one one cost, which is ten dollars a month, you have access to pretty much all of the the paid music in the world. Granted, there's going to be mixtapes, deep cuts, and concert performances that you won't get maybe on on YouTube or mixtape platform or Discord server or whatever. But for the the general consumer, which we've been discussing, if you want, you could pay one, one, one $10 subscription and you'll get pretty much everything you want. How does that make sense to any... Like when you stop and you think about it, it makes no sense. Artists incur the same not to the same level obviously but they incur the same type of cost to produce content as tv producers yet they are they receiving a fraction of the cost that's why live ticket prices are, are going up because that's now how you have to pay the bills tom cruise does not do tours he makes his movie he makes his money and he goes home and that's the issue here streaming services In conclusion, now I've now been finishing my rant. Streaming services are severely underpriced. You should be paying more for streaming. $10 is not enough. So for everyone who's complaining about the... the, the, the I have some pushback. You are wrong. We need to be paying more.
1: Anyway. (laughs) I have some pushback. Counterpoint, Dan. Let's go. (laughs) Counterpoint. Okay. Actually, what you've said has made perfect sense. But I think... This is another one of those situations where it's two bubbles of consumers and creators. From a creator perspective, I'm sitting here and you are 100% correct. From a consumer perspective, music is not, it's not something you need to live. Is it is. It's something you enjoy. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a luxury you enjoy. So I am willing to pay a certain amount and no more. We can argue about the fact that because there was a thumb-sucked figure, so now all of our amounts that we have in our heads are, are whatever. Maybe if that time the figure had been different, we could have had a bigger he- a figure in our heads now. But as it is now, everyone out there has a figure that they're willing to pay and no more. Unfortunately, I'll just get what I can get on the money that I'm going to pay. If I can't get any more, it is what it is. Um, with uh, the, the other thing with music also is because, because of that, that uh, limit of a consumer, because that limit exists, you can't say, because of this production work that I have to do, no, 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 you have to pay more. Because a consumer simply says, I'm willing to pay this much. Some consumers are willing to pay more. Those who You've just described yourself as someone who loves music. I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel that way. And they would be willing to put aside quite a bit of money to be able to access every single artist at the same time. But most people, like you said, are going to select some of the playlists that they like, press play and move. You kind of have to find a balance of how do I make sure that we have as many people paying as possible so we can get as much money as possible for the artist to eat from. There's loads of different models that are possible. Let's let's look back to the, the time when the model was you have to go to the record store and buy a CD. Perfect example. How many CDs were you buying a Perfect month? Perfect example. How much sure was the CD? CD was, say, about 10 bucks. Perfect example. Thank you. So, and... Th- how, how, how many CDs were you buying a month? Um, I'm a, I'm, On a, average. I'm a bad example. Four, five. Four, five CDs a month. Yeah. Okay. So, so you would go to the store and you'd spend about 40 or 50 bucks to buy the CDs of the artists that you yeah. want. Why do you say about it? Better? Because that sounds like a lot.
0: So I'm saying I'm a bad example because like I'm a super consumer. But you have
1: also touched on my point, though. But it's also like ten dollars in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Phil, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with your point from from the creator's perspective. But what I'm trying to say is, okay. So let's say, um, um okay. Let's use that example. Okay, uh, you're buying four or five uh, albums uh, a month. Did you only like four or five artists a month? No, I, I was limited by my, what I could afford. You were limited by your budget. So that means there were artists that you liked and you would have wanted to listen to, but you had to make a decision based on, on your budgets. And sometimes it wasn't even budgets. At some point you're like, bruh, I can't spend this much on buying CDs. Mm-hmm. It's not even that I don't have the money. I do have the money, but like, come on, let's be serious. So there's probably several artists that you could have given money to but because you were limited by the, the 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 format that is that exists, you went and bought that particular album. I would also argue that sometimes you bought an album just to support an artist. Other times you bought an album because you really loved that artist and you want to listen to their music. Other times you bought an album because there were two or three songs on that album that you really wanted. And if you could, you would have been able to spend that 10 bucks for an album on those two or three songs from that album and potentially two or three songs from another album. So the way that the, 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 the format and the model that existed before wasn't ideal for consumer. Which is why streaming models took off. And I would then argue that that kind of then equalized how much the average person is willing to spend per month on music. Yes, it was a thumb-sucked figure, but I'm 100% convinced that if they could, Spotify and Apple Music and all of those would have increased the prices. No. So, if so he- here's
0: here's the other nerdy thing that, in a way, you're actually agreeing with me. And you're right. Like there's a limitation, obviously. There's, there's a limitation in, in, in what the disposable income of the consumer is, right? And people are trying yeah. to figure that out. Video has no qualms. Like video platforms, they have no qualms in figuring out, yo, we were pricing it at this. We've run the numbers. We're actually not making money on this. Oh, we want to make more money. We're increasing the, the cost. And they'll, they'll do it as a, a snap of a finger. The thing there is most of the video platforms outside of Apple TV actually have to turn a profit. The difference with the music is there's only one major music DSP that actually has to make money. And it's the biggest DSP. and That's Spotify. Everyone else mm. literally are lost leaders. And they don't care. And it's, that's the problem. Because what they're doing is they're squeezing out the market. So Apple Music is more than happy to take a loss because they can afford to. They're the biggest company in the world. Biggest company the world has ever seen. Amazon. Huge. Amazon Music. They don't care. YouTube. Massive. YouTube will eat losses wherever possible because they're like, it's fine. We just need to be out of the competition. And that's the other thing is the music industry has no alternative to YouTube. They've tried, but there's no alternative to YouTube. Think about it. Where do you watch music videos? Apple music tries to host music well
1: videos. there's no no Twitter's introducing videos. it'll be called x videos <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you idiot so that's the other thing is like
0: the the music industry itself and the, these platforms are <laughs> hostage to these to this thing. so like we could argue about the decisions made stra- <laughs> excuse me strategies what 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 have you which is a separately di- totally different discussion, but because now Spotify is sweating. They're like, oh, guys, yeah. Like, we're barely making a profit. Like, we've only made a profit like two quarters. Our Operating margin is at 30%. We need to raise prices. Okay, guys. Need to raise- okay, but we can't raise prices because Apple's not raising prices. Damn it. Okay. Amazon is not raising prices. But keep in mind, Amazon, for that $10, not only are you getting music, you're getting, you're getting Amazon Prime delivery, you're getting Amazon Prime TV. Like, Amazon... I think Amazon is just hemorrhaging money. Like, when you think about what, what you pay for Amazon, for example, it's ridiculous. It's so bad. Like, even Apple were like, ah, guys, ah, please, we're not, we're not combining Apple Music and Apple TV. You're mad. But Amazon does that. You get what I'm saying? And that puts mm. Amazon, uh, Spotify in a very precarious position where they have to raise the prices. If you look at their financials, they have to because they've now reached the point of, of market saturation and they're still not profitable.
1: And, but here's the problem Phil. Mm. if you raise the price and I feel that that's just too much and it's times are tough for everyone I want to listen to music but like I mentioned it's not necessary for survival if I'm earning 500 science dollars says it is necessary for survival right? but continue my no, well uh, Spotify is let me put it this way Spotify is not necessary for survival mm-hmm. if my if my rent is if my salary is 500 my rent is three hundred. My groceries are hundred, and my other expenses are eighty. That's around twenty dollars. Ten rand up Netflix, ten rand Spotify, and you increase to eleven dollars. No, and But cinema. then you
0: you missed, in your argument once again you are you are proving my point.
1: Everything else you
0: just mentioned the rent, groceries thing. There are market forces that determine the price of that,
1: right? You're right, Philip. Philip, <laughs> like I'm not the the, the argument. Where well, I'm not arguing. No, no, but, but I'm yeah. just trying to. say... I get exactly. What I, get, I get. I get. Consumer, get I get. And yeah. I get what you're saying. And
0: that is the that is supposed to be the beauty of a free market where you now have the choice because you'll be like, you know what, $10 for Spotify is too much. You know what, I'll, depending on which market you're in, I'm going to pay $5 for YouTube premium which comes with YouTube music, which is fair and fine. But then at least Spotify are justifying not only to their shareholders, but also more importantly to their partners who are the music rights holders that yo guys, we are doing our best to to maximize the value of this. It's also why, for example, Spotify is investing so much in video content and podcast content and everything else because... We're, we're investing in podcasts. <laughs> hey, what a loss
1: leader! Can you story. imagine?
0: Two billion loss and they couldn't even trust anything. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's because they, they're beholden to that. So I'm not mad. I, I don't, I'm not only am I mad, it's necessary. The price has to go up because the cost of everything else has gone up except music. And if, as Dan says, the some consumers feel it's too expensive, that is their choice. That is their right. It's not my it's not my job or anyone's job to determine what someone should and should not pay money on. It's my job to determine people's budgets. But as far as the numbers are laid out, streaming is too cheap. And I think it's important that we sensitize people to it. Like, yo, this is a steal right now. The prices you're getting right now are a steal. Because
1: Especially in Z, you guys are talking about ten to eleven dollars. Other places, fifteen to nineteen dollars. Oh, Spotify is three bucks in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Two dollars ninety nine. I pay. I pay fifty rand. Like <laughs> Spotify is so cheap. Spotify
0: is so cheap for on my account. I just buy airtime on my Vodacom line, and it just deducts. And I even forget. Oh, snap! I need to get more airtime so I can top up my YouTube. My my I, YouTube Premium. I get charged more by my bank. To pay for YouTube premium. Then, the actual, then I
1: actually pay YouTube premium. <laughs> here's, here's, you see, I… I <laughs> I. The reason I have both Apple Music and Spotify is because I had Spotify. And then when we created a family plan with my wife, I now got Apple Music. So I was like, oh yeah, let me cancel Spotify. And then I was like, it's two bucks, bro. It's fine. I'll just keep it. Yeah. So I just have both. I, no real reason. You know what I mean? So… so
0: <laughs> and, and and in that respect I think we we kind of represent Like, granted Dan and I are privileged we, we, and we recognize we're privileged but wherever we can let's just to support artists you know what I mean if there's a way we could pay directly to the artists that would be great but those options are few and for only fans and that's where live events come and sometimes I'll do that like if I've got disposable income sometimes I'll, I'll buy tickets even if I'm not going to the event and I'll give we'll give them away because I want to support mm. the artist it's important to support the artist so anyway, I think I think we've touched on that. Twitter's now ex... I don't even want to talk about it. There was a patron who was asking me about this in the group. Um, and he's what happens to be the Elon fan. And I'll say this. My my opinion on Elon actually has not changed in the past few years because what I said he was back then is what he's proven to be now.
1: Um my theory is that. Elon is not really serious with all of this he just gets bored whenever he hasn't been in the spotlight for a while
0: but that kind of that's exactly the type of person I thought he was
1: yeah absolutely I I don't think he really I don't think he really cares about oh making money on X ah we're going to make a super I don't think he really cares he's just I need to be in the news yeah 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 I have been in the news for a while definitely and it works for him he's the richest man in the world again yeah So yeah, a producer in the Gaga Gaga segment also put down Be-
0: Beanie Siegel using his new new AI for his album. Uh, for those of you don't know, Beanie Siegel has health issues, so his voice has changed. That gruff voice that that he he became very famous for has changed. So he's now using the help of AI to rework his new album. During an interview with DJ UTV that surfaced last Tuesday, the Philly native referred to AI in a welcoming manner, deeming the technology a benefit to those who are vocally impaired. New project coming soon, he told the outlet while speaking on his future plans. I think a good friend of mine with this AI thing, he added, a lot of people frown on AI, but I think it's going to work for me. I had a colorful life, so I've been through things that hindered my voice. That is very true. I'm not mad at this at all. It's his voice. He's consenting to it. I can't wait to hear the album. I hope it sounds great. A big Beanie Siegel fan. This one, oh, I don't know if I want to talk it, talk about it, but like the video taken on that video, will. because it depicted Muslims going from prayer to dancing, and there was a lot. There was a lot of extremist stuff happening. People burning the video posters. Yeah, mm. what? It's tough because you know, you know, we always want to you know argue for religious inclusion and so forth but hey, some, some some religions you know your, bad PR just <laughs> terrible PR
1: yeah you're treading dangerously close bad closely. PR I mean yeah you're,
0: I've never seen a photo of someone I, I, I won't say who but you know what I mean like like you can't even draw a photo you can't even draw a photo of, of the guy you know what I mean Like, it's crazy right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move yeah <laughs> Okay, no. Okay, while we're on it, I will say this. Um, on the one hand, you obviously want to respect people and all of that, but on the other hand, I don't think vi- like that kind of violent reaction is just. Also, do something so benign, like people. You know, people can do both things. right huh? you you can be very religious and enjoy music. Like, like it, if if I, I I can't imagine. Like, why wouldn't you just? Hey, listen, that's uh, disrespectful if it really is, again, right? If it, it, that's oh, I see. I think it's disrespectful, I mean, you know.
0: Maybe, you know, change, you know. You know I'm not cool,
1: bro. You know. Naughty, you can even naughty. be forceful in the in your speech. Why uh, Naughty, naughty. naughty what
0: All of a sudden, there's a fatwa. Okay. This Netflix thing. Uh, hey. Anyway, my, my stand with SAG. Did you see there? Oh, speaking of, okay, anyway. The headline is Netflix lists 900,000 AI jobs. That was, it's, it's ridiculous they're just doing this for Wall Street but did you see your homie your candy candy popcorn popcorn what's the name whatever uh, something what's her name Pinky Doll
1: is that a name Pinky Doll did you see she, she, she's a scam side note side note my wife hadn't heard of this whole story and I cho- I to- told her about it and I played it for her and I've never seen someone look so disappointed <laughs> So I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "No, it's like an NPC fetish." I'm like, "I didn't see that." I'm like, "Okay, her main her main social media of choice is Instagram." So I was like, I, "It probably hasn't reached you. Let me show you." No, 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 and she watched it. She watched it for long, eh? And she was like, "I don't get it." I was like, "Yeah." So she was so disappointed. The, 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 with the part that killed I wanted to apologize kill me is Pinky
0: Doll is a scab <laughs> now because apparently she got offered a job in Hollywood and she did not blink. She took it.
1: to... But, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A strike has been called for members of the Screen Actors Guild Mm -hmm. and AFTRA, which is Mm -hmm. uh, television and radio uh, presenters, who are part of this union. If you are not part of the union, you will not be affected by what these people are striking for. You will be eventually. Obviously, you will be eventually. But you... The, the call has been made to those who are part of the guild. Okay, Dan. If you are not part of the guild. No. It's like, it's like you and me, Phil. Yes, it's... We are in the industry. We are in... The, there are podcasters right now who are part of the guild who are on strike. Should we stop creating a podcast because there's a strike there? But also... We, Where does the line we're not stop? not in
0: the market. Because the thing is, eventually... That's... No, Dan, you, no, you're missing my point, though. Eventually, especially mm. because she's American if if her, her career goes the way she thinks it might go, which is it's going to grow, she's going to become popular, blah, blah, blah. You can't get, you can't, there's certain jobs you can't get if you're not a union member. So you're going to have to join the union. And then how do you work about that when you're like, but you cross the, the picket line. That's what I'm saying. Like
1: strategically, sometimes you got to think forward. I completely disagree. A job has opened up because the Screen Actors Guild is on strike. I am not a member of the guild. I actually don't, I don't even have any job. <laughs> and I must say, no, I'm on strike. I think she's making, you uh, guys isn't
0: joking. she making 6,000 for popcorn,
1: popcorn? <laughs>
0: That's not gonna last forever. I get, hey, I get it. Jab jab story. Once, yo, once to be honest, how can you go? How can you? How can you go on strike when you're no, you don't even have? A Dad, we're moving always. on. We're moving on. Dad, moving on. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, all
1: right,
0: let's say this guy got go, okay, arrested for yeah, yeah, allegations yeah. of rape, attempted murder, and assault. Yo, judge has been trashy ever since he killed those kids. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah,
1: taking back to jail. I don't care. Not interested in this bow wow story. Oh yeah. Mm. So um. I want to. I want to briefly mention this. Mm. So, um, there was a video that Mliso the Zimbabwean politician um, and perennial in the news person, and posted perennial baby maker, Twitter, I think, is what you wanted to say. Uh, baby father to is it twenty something kids? Fa- father of the nation, that's what he is. So he posted a video. It was meant to be like a. I don't know, a funny video of him reacting to Floyd Mayweather being in the country and he was talking about how Floyd Mayweather was calling Scott Sakupanya, Ska, Ska, Ska. That was funny to him. Did the women of Zimbabwe not all go under that and above and around that video and say, I get it. Impregnate me, Zaddy. I also want... Mm -hmm. Hear me out. So, look. Uh... I, I try to be objective sometimes. Have you ever looked at a man, feel that someone, like people, and you look at him and you're like, you know what? That is an handsome man. I get it. Look, I was watching I was watching Hijack and I was watching and I was like, you know what? This Idris fella is pretty, pretty handsome, eh? It's quite the man. I get it. I'm just saying, if I was... In some situation where I'm trying to get someone's attention and he's in the room, I would understand if the attention was not on me. <laughs> I was really, I watched that video and I was like, I, I'm trying to understand. And I failed to understand. So I just put, I, I literally just wrote him because I wanted to ask you, Phil, do you understand?
0: Mm-hmm. He's not my type. Ta- Don't get me he's wrong. wrong. He's not I'm my not, type. yeah you know, Jan, I prefer more of a <laughs> bear. You know, I'm a I'm a bear slash twink kind of guy. But yeah, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. Wow. He's, a, wow. he's handsome, cool. and he's very well. He's very intelligent, and he's funny, and sometimes that's like then that's all you have to do. Like that combination is a deadly combination. I won't it's mind. a deadly combination. I mean, I mean he's then, not bad. Then, I, I, he is somewhat. Good and looking, then I would that, say. That, that, that's the other thing that women hate to admit, but it's a fact because we've seen it firsthand, is. No matter, like, you might not even have everything we just mentioned, but if somehow you keep begging women, like, and women are, are, like, going, to, are going, are going at each other over you, all of a sudden women are like, wait, wh- why are they fighting over him? I want that. Like, there's something there. Like, clearly they're fighting over him because there's value or something I want to, I want to want now. You know what I mean? Perfect example. No, Twitter is BIG all he had was all he had was the gift of the gab the gift of the gab in many ways that's all he had he was like we love, we love Mr. Wallace we love you but that's all he had for him that this this the gabbing I'm giving the mouth motion. that's what he had but do you see how the women were fighting over him some of the baddies of the bed, Lil the Kim bad of the granted she might have been a little young but the baddies of the baddie Faith Evans gorgeous woman fight mmm just because I'm out. And now because those women are fighting over him, now he can sell himself as a sex symbol. B.I.G. was a sex symbol. That fat man was a sex symbol. <laughs> Think
1: about it, bro. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have a, I have a uh, another theory that was flighted towards mm-hmm. me. And this is the real reason I put this discussion up. Um, so I showed it to my wife as well. And I was like, please, can you let me know? Um, if there's something I'm missing, right? And again, when I say that, please don't get me wrong. I, he is a somewhat good looking man. Yeah. He's fine. Like his, his video was, was kind of funny, but I've never seen that level of discussion. And I get it. A lot of it was humorous and people were joking, whatever. But I was, I was like, yo. Anyway, uh, she then told me that, no, the way he carries himself, can't quite explain it, but he's got boss image. He's got that BDE, and then I started thinking, you know what? I need to start studying these boss energy people. <clears throat> I also want to be described as someone with boss energy. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Dan is actually, so, actually someone's boss. <laughs> so you're both with your boss energy. <laughs> so um, <laughs> listeners, please can you give me a list of three? Please hit us up on Twitter uh, or Instagram or whatever social media of choice. If you're in the Patreon group, just give me a list of three men that you know who have boss energy so I can try and study their energy and replicate it. Thank you. Mm, that's name number one, Phil Chart. You know, we do. Definitely not. Uh, Phil, you know what I was told? I was also asked, someone once told me what, what they found in you. What did they find? And it's like a big teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, other people are like, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's your thing. Mm. I'm cuddly. It's a positive thing. I'm cuddly. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I'll what it is. I'll take it. I think that's I'll what it is. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, we were going to talk about Kevin Hart's special
0: in our movies and TV section. Uh, yeah, uh, that was one of one of my favorite uh, Kevin Hart's specials in a world. Like, it was hilarious. I loved it. You should Check it out.
1: I enjoy He He set up great jokes. His his joke about unattractive people. I was like, okay, where are you going with this, Kevin? I was like, hey, this is actually funny. Um... What else? I can't remember the other joke, but it was, it was, I was, I actually enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, I want to, I, really I, I want to give him a
0: shout out because it's, I think Kevin Hart does not get appreciated for how brilliant he is. People, and I, and I, I, I'm not saying this lightly, people don't realize Kevin, Kevin Hart, when it's all said and done, is probably going to be the greatest comedian to have ever lived, just simply because of volume and quality. When you think about all he does, obviously he, he does the specials. He's now holds the record for the biggest um, box office for 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 multiple specials. He's done stadiums, and I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to do comedy in a stadium, like how to keep the attention of sixty thousand people. It's insane. Like that's why some of his comedy at that point kind of people felt it got watered down because now you're not just you, you're not just making jokes for black people. You're making jokes mm. for Munwese. You know what I mean. And that's such a difficult thing to do. On top of that, you're doing blockbuster movies. Granted, you, you might be playing the same character, but he's still, he's still making those movies, and those movies are still making money. On top of that... He, and they're not great movies, let's be honest, yeah, but still, but, they're making yeah. money. He's still, he, then he's running a, t- a, a network, the Laugh Out Loud Network. He's still doing TV deals and, 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 and doing TV shows. He's got a radio show on the iHeart Network. He's doing a podcast. He's doing the YouTube content with the coldest balls each. And then um, what is that workout show he used to do with uh, boss everline? I forget the name of it.
1: Remember mm, I I know the one you talk about, but I can't remember.
0: Like that workload is insane. Like, if you just forget the fact that he's the biggest comedian in the world, right? Just think of like a, just a YouTube influencer just doing that level of content. We'd be like, yo, this dude do This dude is doing the thing. And he's doing that and he's still like popping up on tv shows every time like kevin hart pops up i don't know do you watch um james Corden's show where he's got like disgusting foods i forget the name of the segment but like he's got a, a segment on his on his on his late night talk show where they make the most disgusting food
1: and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like answer this um, really sp- dim- spill, spill 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 your guts or yeah. fill your i don't know that's spill your guts did or you fill watch do uh, like you that. watch the kevin hart one
0: yeah. laugh out loud funny. Kevin Hart hot ones, laugh out loud funny. Remember, remember the classic yep. Kevin Hart and Ice Cube and Conan O'Brien skit. Like those, those mm. are cla- like dude, guys. Kevin Kevin Hart that. has been putting numbers on the board for a while, so I gotta I gotta give a shout out to him, man. And on top of that, he put he puts all his homies on. Dude, Kevin Hart is so famous; he made his personal trainer famous. Do
1: you know, <laughs> do you know how that is. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, I highly recommend it. It's on Peacock. So, uh, well, that's another streaming service you're going to have to get. Mm, that's so.
0: another $10 and you're complaining about Spotify. <laughs> um, I I, I, still, I haven't had a chance to watch The Clone Tyrone. After this recording, I'm going to watch the new episode of Hijack, um, Secret Invasion. I don't know, like the MCU. Uh, hey, it's kind of lost some momentum. I haven't yeah. even watched that
1: yet. I still haven't even watched Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, I watched I watched episode one and… I. St- not that it was bad, uh just apparently uh,
0: apparently, apparently it, picks up it apparently picks up from SOT. So we've got another discussion about hotepery. We're gonna dig deep into it next week. So Crims, that hotep segment, we're gonna dig deep into it next week. Let's get on to some music. Um randomly came across this dude. Dan, this guy is is freaking amazing. Um, I think he's American, but I'm feeling I've been playing his thing so so much. Uh, I, 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 I gotta play His name is Kwaku Asante Obviously in Sweet as molasses I think your wife is gonna like this This is your wife's vibe, Dan yeah? So
2: we're excited to practice yeah. Like ace greens from a chalice because it's sweet as molasses Tasted like magic Yeah New synapses connecting Your treasure needs protecting Can you do, do me, me a, a favor? favor And pay me for so happy you came because i know that it's hard for you to open up and now you want to know if i feel the same way as yes, i do every day do not feel insecure but let me reassure thinking about all the good times the presence is all i need and i'm counting on it just need a touch of you to push me through
0: Anyway, that's Kwaku cool. Asante. Check out his EP, Honeycomb. I like
1: it. It's a banger. Oh, dude, I've been playing that's, this all week. What are you feeling? I like it. That's that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Uh, uh, the new uh, Saint Flo, uh, called Hera, when I first heard it, it's, it's like he puts on this voice. He like overdoes the voice a little bit, but it grew on me very quickly. Saint Flo, Hera.
2: You know I'm special. You know I am. She Panino zokandi no, yodza, tzore era, tzoreka, no fema, Dodemba, varomba. Vachida gona rinoye. Doyenda, sadomba. Shurego bwanzi rinofema. Chingoti era. Era bunne miwanera. Parishani ngenero yua. Physically wanikoniwa. Era. So, I don't know what what is about same flow. Because
1: I feel like any other artist on this beat with the same flow, I would have... Not enjoyed it. But I'm like, listen to this, I'm like, I'm vibing to it. I quite like it. You, you, you've it. Same flow with the era.
0: Um, well, we're not going to play it because he's, he's, he's one of the biggest, he's one of the biggest artists in the world. But this Nas album is insane.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Uh, like
0: this Nas... Five album run. This, this is the best mid-career run and resurgence I've ever seen in my life. All genres hit boy if I ever see you I uh, I don't I, I don't know like, like I'm stopping short of just saying I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna you know pleasure him orally but hit boy ah Jesus <laughs> Louise dude dude God that wow 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 this nows album is insane so one of our hey.
1: Tough calling on Patreon. Anyway, one of our guys uh just dropped a song. Oh called the culture. Oh
0: snap. Oh Mukudze. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually yeah. sent me an email. So. Mukudze just got a uh let me let me play it for y'all. It's called Zazise. I actually, I actually or Zazis.
4: Yeah, as above so below I've been underground before seen them all come and go Yesterday day gone tomorrow I did it all a hundred fold but ain't no hundreds that'll fold It say some rappers can't afford but some would drive a hundred fold it's the culture I separate the hunters from the vouchers you know we ain't about the herd if you really heard about us the food chain cows don't move in the jungle from Key town to Vegas now moves between the jungle before drug king beans, I saw kingpin on drugs I saw mischief while I never mischief enough went from 10 with an X 10 from the edda Man, to be hip hop, you at a 10 to the edge, but now you ain't done enough to be one of your loving you. Now you ain't done enough to be a proud of you. Toad, you we know the power of this blog. If it went for this blogs would have never gotten votes. The reaper say you reap what you sow. Some say divide it with fall you're not going to we'll kill them all. It'll take a cycle to do what Sapatan did. Simbiana told me we only talk money here. And I'm just running around in mile and mouse shoes. Went from rhythm and blues to rapping rhythm in the blues. Thinking back so, to a so I before. My bad.
1: What, I don't know why I said the song is called Zazi. The artist's name is Zazi. The song is called The Culture featuring Malcolm Mafunde.
0: So he he, he, he he sent us he sent us the uh, whole album yeah and to be honest we could say I've been no busy this week I saw the email I haven't been able to go through I'm gonna go through it this week and then we'll come back to it however I did notice something and I want to play it on the podcast because I want to get a live I want to get a live reaction just to see something so Dan there's an interlude on this album let's give it a listen yeah something about this new crop of Zim Hip Hop artists that just you know I feel represented when they do their thing. I feel represented. I've always been a fan of Zimipo, You know, from the days and I metaphysics, You know, and I Dicey major players. But as much as I loved their music, I never connected with it on a deeper level. You know, my accent always said no. <laughs> if you had had me trying to rap to major players, you would have thought of... Would- okay, it seems to be just a snippet from a stand-up. I just noticed that there was a King Candora interlude on a on an album, which features a, a medley of artists, and I was like, this, did, did, "Did homie steal my flow word for word bra for bar?"
1: <laughs> you remember when you remember when Kevin Hart was on every hip hop album
0: <laughs> back in the day. But yeah, no, actually, I've got the side. So, so I, I, just to give I, you, okay, you get so copied in this email. Let me make sure you. Yeah, no, he didn't. He copied me. Huh? Ha ha! He only sent it to me. Ha. So I'm gonna, uh, Mukudze, shout out for your support. i, I bumped into it a couple <laughs> wow, of times. Mukudze. No,
1: it's all good. It's I'm, all I'm gonna good. It, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a listen over the weekend, and then next so, week we'll do a proper review. Mukudze has something that he calls Zazise. He, Mukudze has this thing that he started that's called Zazise Media, and this is it's like it's like you know um, uh, um, what Phil did with, with his albums. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this is the first the first uh, release from that album, that upcoming album that Mukudze sent to Phil and not to me, but it's all good. Um, um, yeah the name the name of the album is going to be SOTC or Storytellers of the Culture. Mm. Look forward. I've to got it.
0: it. I've got it. I've got the whole album here then. Mm. So we well, Let we'll, yeah, you know, us I know which one you want no to. Let's see. The, this, the 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 song list is looking good. We got we got we got K. Flow on this joint. We got last letter we got do major we got Takmani. money okay we got we got outspoken the humble neophytes with the with so okay 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 and um, i'll I'll give this a proper listen over the weekend and um i'll let him know no
1: no anything uh did you listen remember when we were we were we had some great words for Nolun to j at uh I don't want to play. I don't.
0: Want to, I don't want to play uh, this now because I actually haven't heard it, and I, I want to make sure that we do it justice. So I want to listen to this project. If if I like the song, yeah. I'll add it to the playlist, and then we'll talk about it next week. Because I I don't want us to be responsible oh, with our platform anymore, Dan. We need to make sure we are. And this was
1: a good episode. We're, it's being responsible. We, we brought, we, uh, this was a good one. Ah, but uh, it was a good episode. I like it. I like it. We came back. We we we're gonna end as we alluded to earlier. We're gonna end the podcast with. Uh, we're gonna play out with uh, the the. Uh, the 75 hour long track Which will really buff The length of this part of this episode cool. So you're welcome You're getting an extra long episode <laughs> This week guys Because of that song uh, It's I Hulumende By Calvin Mangena Featuring Bagger Bling 4 Brian Jack Holy 10 K Chaps M Killer Michael Maggs Natio Saint Flo Volts JT Da Baby uh, Jabraza uh, <laughs> and, 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 and others Ice Spice guys and I, I said
0: it in our patreon group exactly. and I said it again like I actually enjoy some of the verses on this but guys if this song is not the one blood remix it there's no need there's absolutely no need whatsoever to release a seven minute song it's it, do, do you know the problem with the seven minute song it's the same it's the same thing with like its like the case remember that case song' we talking about it was like almost an hour long it's a novelty yeah you're only yep. going to listen to it once. And that's it. You're, like, you could have made the three fire songs. Like, those could have been three dope songs with those three dope verses. Just put hooks, papa, papa. Pa. But no. Anyway,
1: Twitch Trail. <laughs> sure. One Blood, remix. Yo, yeah, that was rough. That song was 12 minutes, bro. 13 minutes. Mm hmm anyway uh, yeah that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of us waffling about as we do Uh, we hope you enjoyed it we hope you uh, have noticed the elevation of content Um, we would appreciate your support Um, to brooktumbos.com forward slash donate For $5 a month, you can join our elite Patreon group. Uh, We will add you to the WhatsApp group if you so choose to be in that group. And uh, you will have the knowledge of knowing that you are supporting a podcast in Zimbabwe, all the way in Zimbabwe. Simply $5 a month, tobrooktumbos.com forward slash donate. You're also welcome to spend a bit more. Uh, The the Mbingas are paying more than $5. Um, If you know, if Spotify and Netflix are more, you can also pay us more. Uh, you can even do a single once off donation. If you really enjoyed this episode or you felt like, Hey, damn man, these guys spoke about something I care about. Bam, hundred dollars your way. We would appreciate it. Same place twobooktimbos.com forward slash donate. Alternatively, we can also, uh, we would also appreciate you if you just uh, support us by liking, subscribing, following, and dropping a comment and a rating on the app that you use. We need to start climbing up them charts once again. So, uh, yeah, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, if you're whatever it is, just give us a five star rating, and you can drop a quick comment with your thoughts about the podcast. Um, yeah, that's basically it, uh, man. Anything on your side? For I think that's dope. I mean, we've got a
0: lot of things in the works now. Um, it looks like oh, we're we're finally on the other end of all this hectic stuff that's been going on. So we've got a lot of stuff coming on, events coming
1: up. <laughs> Philip, what are you talking about? What? what are you talking about? It's about to get more hectic. What are you talking about? No, but it, this is a good hectic. We're, we not suppo- we're supposed to This be. is a good hectic. I like, you,
0: you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you off here, but there's work that I love doing and I don't mind doing it. And then there's work that's, oh, I'm tired. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And then, uh, uh, by the way, I just remember that last week, you promised that there would be an interview this week. Uh, so we were actually on the phone with the artist before we started recording, where we're making sure that it's it's good for you. So don't worry, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
0: All right. So yeah, man, this was a dope episode. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Good, good, good job, Krim's. Good job. This is a good start, but let's take it higher. There's some uh, there's, there's some research we could have done a little better, you know, a little more in depth. But you know, this is a good start. Let's keep this momentum going. And guys, please bully Krim's into doing his job. Let me make sure I put. A, let me get his Twitter handle. Let me sure get his Twitter handle. Iconic crims. So it's Iconic with a K. So I-K-O-N-I-K. (laughs) crims With another K and a Z. Crims hate spelling. Jeez, wait. And bully him and make sure he he, he, he does his job.
1: He is also in the Patreon group. So for those of you who are paying members, you can access him directly. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, we're yeah, trying to, we're, can, we're, we're, we're trying to, to you know, believe.
1: breed him into a, a, a,
0: a, a sustainable, not a sustainable, but a respectable, a respectable producer for for many things because he produces a lot of things outside of the podcast. So, you know, it's it's part of, it's part of Dan and I's CSR initiative, you know, to give back to the youth.
1: <laughs> All right. We're getting out of here. Now. Thank you very much. <laughs> this has been Boys and Girls. We're signing out with that uh, song, Ihulu Mende. And uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. We out. Aha! <laughs>
3: Sorrow! I Jojo Get up and feel this vibe Chingo time Samsana. Yes, I'm going We from the dust in the pega we bole. we pole oh manje just bola
1: As we bang by us for
3: these and the same It's fire fire. It is a deep plan. It is a human day. It is a human day. I speak up, I Chilla, at ask me sending a number, so here, see zia. My name ain't the sister. My baby, I feel You're moving in, end up cause then in, the
4: win you, can to win you, go. Diri gudora katiza ne panana mundo na Latvia ne urume cha kuchiza na makodoka iwe nini atina kwanana maganuka diri ikrek muri Lwisi tapika vaku Malawi tapi nushanda ne kalem dava kariva randu
3: makasareni diri we tingi ngi asipne walonda on yine Shingi omanje speti bola masi ebandri nebuyaswoni sana singos. Petty fire, 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 A fire, fire, fire,
4: fire, 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 Y nemo tubo we, my boy, Nga naga nipozi, I make sure she get as we talking. And your speed and tone we slow but she wah dida the flopping. But in the tears on spot we from your anger, my shorty. We're going bad and totally.
3: Ganda kuya chaguzenda kuya, ganda kufa chaguzenda kufa, ganda kumana chaguzenda kumba, ganda kudan chaguzenda kuda. Oh man, just petty bowler. Must be one tree by us, and goes. Ganda, ganda. It's Ganda. fire, fire. fire, fire. Ito, Quand in in the town gamble. If we not in the in the money in the with
4: the kitchen and That's like not minding my business and Respect so. over gate also, the keyboard coke That's what the don't control twitter When say I'll be piece food or food, level homebody miss a food, we a boba with the level You see and a salad in the for my My kind of a
3: we have a as and the same fire, fire. fire, fire. fire, fire.
1: We got the cavern, can I push forward with daring? We dance in the wasn't ready, but then I told you. Got a couple of homies that sit on my sofa from city to city, my shit. That's all my low I still get respect when I put up in the homeless. Me and ready. be on a wedding list. All they do when they talk about was better than, better than, better than, better than. Then this is the evidence. If I drop one more sweat, i swear to be been mad again. Stick up at and ask for the betterment. They probably tell you Gorilla his ever said. All you do when you talk about who the best
4: is. I know what the all is, restless.
2: Drunkers, you niggas, you government. You no need it approved for your president. Talk to Indi, the kungo peace, and the captain, the ambient. Garima ni sabagana, and the future, present. Tap in my jeans and push on my works as you kill all silence. And the open on the hype, oh Wangu, thirty some mileage. Magatanga, machikvira, abamauzi, maguti toshora. Magatanga, go over my ribs, the rhythm of my mind. More kaka, my car, nine. Must be a band, we need buy the same coast.
3: Spentify fire Fire, fire, fire. E, It's a jacket yeah. It's a sweaty plan e, It's a suit e, It's a Batman day in a Batman mood Pull up, get on the rim suit So ya shoot This type in the food I'm a man who's a man who's a man
4: a a a a man a i for the pull up with brother in the
2: Oh,
4: as it is a one the makuku, home when we have
3: Spirit fire, fire. It's a talkie time. It's a city plan.